Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I got Ryan. Oh, hello, it's me. Uh, no, it's Ryan, I'm back. <laughs> and you can't keep know. me down. <laughs> I don't know if I like that one. <laughs> yeah, at first, I literally was staring at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> I did not see I that coming. <laughs> Whatever, it's, it, it's recorded, it's we're going. It's in the ether forever now. So <laughs> I, could, I could just say we could start this over, but no. no let's no, keep no, it no, rolling. I want to keep it, so that's your garbage boy for you. Yeah, so, yeah. that's my garbage boy voice. But I'm back yeah, uh, and um, you can't keep me down <laughs> there it is so you got ryan we also got nick captain tangent himself that's it the truth is i am captain tangent <laughs> <laughs> whoa whoa oh, spoilers man. bro yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's captain they don't Tangent's know they don't know what i'm right talking there. about <laughs> <laughs> oh man so as always we'll kind of start up with movie news of course the big one being Endgame just came out it's um, all about the end game baby <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy that the movie that we're going to be doing is the news that it we're going to talk yeah, about. It's, yeah. yeah, everything's going to everyone's going to be talking about this movie for God, rightfully eight so. Months, you want to rightfully, say, yeah. yeah, rightfully so. Months, it's, this this thing months. has earned event yeah. status. So people I mean, are pretty transient. You know, they're after they get their fix, they're going to jump on to the next one. Right. Once Marvel releases what they're going to be doing next, then everyone's going to jump on. Everyone's that. Gonna probably <laughs> have till Godzilla before it kind of gets shuttered out of the headlines. Would Matthew so. Broderick? Uh, yes, oh, that is correct. Yes. Love that's that one. one. With all the baby Godzillas, nothing wrong with that movie that's at all. That's the best one. That's <laughs> a lot of fish. That's a lot of fish. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, really big anticipated movie. Oh, Everybody's yeah. been kind of trying to avoid spoilers. Obliterating um, records. Yes. Yes. Obliterating. Oh, my it's embarrassing so, how everybody, like, Force Awakens is nothing now. Yeah. When when I looked it up. <laughs> left uh, it in the dust, left, right? Oh. <laughs> it got dusted. <laughs> Do I get credit for that? <laughs> so, when I looked it up a couple hours ago, it looks like it's on track to make a billion dollars by Monday. Wow. So, possibly, yeah. Yeah, I think possibly, the numbers so. US wide it's looking between 310 and 345 for the opening mm -hmm. weekend. That's insanity. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens was 245 or something. Infinity War was 247. How That's just US China already opened with 217. Wow. Worldwide it's a billion bucks probably. Mm -hmm. How long so. did it take for Captain Marvel to become 1 billion? I think it was oh, like four weeks. Yeah, about four yeah. weeks. Wow. That's right. I mean, yeah, that's insane. Yeah. But it made a billion dollars. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no doubt. It's a Marvel I mean, movie. <laughs> and we'll yeah. talk about some Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that they're getting so close to making a billion just in that opening weekend, because I yeah. think this is a $400 million budget. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. Anybody wanted to guess? It's between yeah. <laughs> 350 and four. They didn't want to officially release, which means to break even, folks, we've done the math on the pod before, you got to double that. So mm. around $800 million just to break even. This movie is going to make a billion dollars opening weekend. It's already clean. Yeah. So yeah, we, can yeah. start in, we can start investing in the Eternals or something now. <laughs> I mean, just a star power, too. I mean, it has. Shocking. It has, I mean, oh, yeah, some of it yeah. gets into spoilers, so we'll wait right. on it. Yeah. But man, they really rolled out. Just, <laughs> that's, a long, that's a laundry list of Well, folks. they had to, <laughs> like the credit sequence alone. I don't know. I don't, you know, some of them I wasn't expecting to see. Yeah. I no, I, I agree. But on the credit There's sequence alone. There's one in particular. It's it was like five minutes. Yeah. So that three hour. No, I guess not. I guess we'll hold off on that. But that three hour and five minute runtime the five minutes was credits alone <laughs> yeah right correct yeah correctly so 302 or 305 and yeah, yeah. i thought because the pacing is so aggressive in this movie 
it felt okay to me. It didn't feel too egregious. Ah, I, I mean, have it feels to disagree long, on but that. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll, we'll save it. it. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll That's because you watched it. Infinity War and this one so close back to back. <laughs> Thank you, America, for hashtag just oh, watch yeah, it. Oh, yeah, man. It was finally watched what, it. Five and a half hours. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long time. That's time I'm never going to get back. Thanks a yeah. lot, guys. <laughs> so, speaking of spoilers, not spoiler warning just yet, but there was a man who got beaten up outside of Hong Kong. Somewhere oh, outside. Yeah, outside a movie theater. Outside a movie theater in Hong Kong for spoiling the Endgame movie. Don't, to don't be that guy. Yeah. Just don't be that so, guy. And we don't want to be those guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't don't be LaShawn McCoy running back of the Buffalo Bills who decided to put on his Twitter feed some spoilers and then he got the wrath of Twitter, rightfully oh, so. What a garbage person. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's a good running back, but yeah, maybe your judgment's a little bit off. There. That's just something you don't do. I think even uh, the directors, the Russo brothers, they wrote a letter to the fans saying for them not to spoil you know, the movie. Hey, don't yeah. let other fans enjoy it without I had you know, written it on nice. the blog. That's yeah, very nice. I had written it on a blog, and I thought that this was unique. Uh, normally, like you get a lot of like you know the nerds and the, and the and the Reddit folks and stuff. They don't care. They'll go in and they'll spoil stuff or they'll read ahead. This movie, like everybody, sort of galvanized and said, "No, no, no, no! Don't tell me nothing. Don't tell me <laughs> nothing until Friday or whatever. I'll see it and I'll let you." Yeah, know. on the, all the forums, all the Reddit posts, they're doing the same thing. Yeah. Moderators are just cracking down. And, it's yep, it's and credit to the people. MCU that people <laughs> actually really care. They want that movie theater experience. Yeah, they care I'm about sure that Steven Spielberg is. Uh, happy about that. all the problems that are happening in the Middle East. And oh, that. God, here we go. <laughs> this is more important. So. Yeah. <laughs> that can wait. This is more important. <laughs> By the way, Chris Evans is a great follow on Twitter. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Mark all Ruffalo, right. too. Very political. It's fascinating. Uh, and so we had our movie news with Endgame, you know, talking about how great that's been doing financially and I would say critically, too, as well. Um, we'll get a little bit more into that. But on other movie news, we have something that's not doing so great Dark Phoenix. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as everything's going right for one company, <laughs> everything seems to go wrong for the other one. Transitions so. like this are always difficult. So you know, Fox and Disney, the acquisition—they already had a couple movies in the bag. It's not an easy pull right here, yeah. but. Like I said, I, always, I thought the second trailer was looked okay to me. Well, I was never excited for the movie itself. Yeah, I'm not and excited. But when I was at I'll work, I saw, what is that, Apocalypse, Age of yeah. Apocalypse yeah. on television in the break room. And I had I was, a few moments. I was sitting through it, and I was thinking, man, this is terrible. This yeah. is so bad. Why does yeah. Apocalypse look like fine. that? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Ivan Ooze it's from Mighty Morphin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Andre Isaac. Oh, yeah, it's man. a lot of blue makeup. Oh, I thought that was yeah. weird too, but the and movie it, as a whole, I thought it was all right. The whole, it, it was in that sequence when they go into Charles Xavier's mind and they're <laughs> fighting each other. I'm like, this is terrible. What the heck is going on? <laughs> you know, they actually have, um, they had a mock-up of what he would actually look like with practical effects instead of just on makeup and he okay. looked really good okay uh some company did it for free Probably just to try to win that. a bid yeah. for it but he looked like you know the 90s cartoon mm. apocalypse but more realistic so <laughs> if you have time you can look it up but uh yeah I mean, Th to that point thanos looks pretty good in the, the avenger movies i have why to... did they go with makeup for oscar isaac yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the apocalypse it doesn't make any sense I i'm not gonna lie <laughs> the yeah. technology is there folks i was thinking the same thing because beast looks terrible and hulk looks great you know yeah. what's funny uh, correct let me know if you agree i thought beast in the old x-men movies looked better than beast in the new ones nicholas <laughs> nicholas holt by the way was great in about a boy you need to go see that movie but uh or go rent it somewhere or stream it but the old beast which was kelsey grammar yep, right kelsey grammar I thought he looked pretty good in the wow. old movies well i mean yeah he did i mean he's an older one but with 
what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas. Yeah. Whenever they have to be in, they don't. They look for any reason not to be in makeup. Yeah, you know, because yeah. Beast has a serum that turns him to a beast, or yeah. you know, but the most, you know, yeah, the suppresses his gene. Looks all right. Yeah, yeah. he looks. Yeah, a little Mystique bit looks all right. Yeah. Not as good as she used to. Yeah, you know? not yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Costume wise, of course. Two different people there. And also, what is that? I made my own jokes about Thanos back in the day when Infinity War first came out, and he had like a nutsack for a chin and all that. It's like that spaghetti beard. You know, I take it back. He looks really good in Infinity War. He looked good, and then in Endgame, and and shocking in Avengers. Right, we see him at the end of Avengers. When he um, says, I'll do it myself. Is that when he does it? Or maybe that's a different movie. Oh, uh, that is... Uh, it doesn't matter. You see him throughout a bunch yeah, of different yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Before so he, he was Josh Brolin, he looked a little bit different. And then mm-hmm. when he became Josh Brolin, Thanos... They're, they kind of weaved his face into the mm, character, and it's mm. it's it works. It works yeah, really I think well. that's where all the jokes came from when he first made his appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was a little bit bigger and hulkier in that first appearance. Yeah, you, and nuts you didn't really get a good look at him. Yeah, yeah this, the color here. too. The color changes as well. <laughs> I'll back you up on that, producer Ryan. <laughs> that purple or blue to uh, whatever yeah, he was color more purple. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> he was more purple to like lighter. more of a mauve, <laughs> more of a pastiche. So. <laughs> Back with Dark Phoenix, so I guess minor spoiler, I guess, if you even care about that movie anymore, uh, other than Nick. And, but uh, it's, <laughs> not, it. it's not going to have a post credit scene at all. Oh, so okay. you don't this have to wait It's probably going to be the end, and yeah. I agree. And uh, it looks like the entire third act was reshot, too. Originally, they're going to have yeah. a space ending, and it switched to like a train fight ending. And so, really? Oh, oh man. Wow. Yeah, That's you know what? Cool. Yeah. That sounds like Split. Like, oh, yeah. having a big ending, and they're like, oh, we need to contain this a little bit more. Why don't we just do it to the train? That sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I remember thinking when I saw the Solo movie that the train heist, which is like in the first third of the movie, should have been the whole movie. Uh-huh. And they should have scrapped the rest of it. Because that was a cool heist, but we wasted it and ran past it in about eight minutes. Uh-huh. So, you know, I do like train scenes. Maybe it'll work out. Yeah, and train <laughs> movies. The, the yeah. commuter was good. Yeah. What's <laughs> then- the one with the... Uh, uh, Chris Pine and Denzel Washington. The oh, unstoppable. Of- unstoppable. Unstoppable. Oh, unstoppable. Yeah, 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 unstoppable. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Also, the Orient Express with. Uh- that was all right. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's yeah. he's well, making a sequel to that. Because yeah, those it, are Agatha, Agatha Christie There's novels. a lot more train movies than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like making a joke. Movies. Yeah, we'll see you in train bit, movies. But yeah, there's more train movies I'm than here I thought. To defend there's the Thomas train. the Train. There's... <laughs> <laughs> well, if Dark Phoenix is bad, we can at least say it was a train wreck. Oh, yeah. 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 Choo-choo, motherfucker. Someone, <laughs> someone just note. shut us off right now. No, wait. Oh, man. So, guys, we're going to be doing the Endgame review, react, all of it. We're gonna oh, go yeah. from non-spoilers. It's a lot into, to cover. Yeah, yeah. A lot to we cover. will try not yeah. to make any spoilers, so, but it's hard. As so non-spoilers into spoilers, but keep in mind things get slipped out. If you're listening to us and you haven't seen the movie, come on, man, what's wrong with you? Yeah, go watch the movie. Come on, realwatchability.com. Yeah. It's a spoiler-free review. I worked very hard on it. It's pretty good. And we have like almost 20 other episodes you could listen to if you want to hear sure. our voice. Listen yeah. to those Come first. Come back and listen to Shazam. <laughs> yeah. Bug Shazam. us on Twitter. We'll annoy yeah. you that way. Or <laughs> Hereditary. You're not going to watch that Don't movie. Don't listen to that one. Just <laughs> we download. We see the views on those, all right? We know yeah. you're not watching or listening <laughs> hey. to it. So, <laughs> uh, James... <laughs> we worked really hard in hereditary <laughs> mark i allison hey you better stop this podcast right now and download hereditary <laughs> all right let's oh, let's let's man. move on so, to that game <laughs> all right so before we go into non-spoilers and spoilers remember this is your warning shut us off in case you're on you know wherever you're at listen to the car unplug it whatever it is uh before we get on to that ryan what was your reaction to the movie 
Don't forget your tissues. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's your reaction. Accurate. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So one of the criticisms I had for Infinity War was everyone had a quip. Everyone had yeah. to make a joke. They couldn't go five minutes without saying something. Even in the midst of battle, they had to make a joke. Can can uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Can we get just the the sentence review of Infinity War because we never got it from? Oh you. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. Boy, that's less than a I, sentence. I'm going to say that I enjoy this if much more. You watch them close together. It's different than the way me and Tyler. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, and I feel like you need to. You need to watch both of them yeah. together. It At really, least that one. But there is a drastic tonal shift in the middle of that movie into this one. Mm -hmm. But what I was saying was in Infinity War, everyone's making jokes, everyone's doing quips and stuff like that, and then they pulled it back and in this movie there's just a lot of drama it's a lot of drama at one point in every character has cried at least yeah. once it's emotional there's it is, a lot it's an emotional journey yeah yeah, yeah. But were you affected by the ending of infinity war oh i thought it was i thought or did you think it was, was immediately you were like uh roll my eyes it's a cop out i was pretty upset well yeah. like i didn't think it was a cop out the blaring thing that was in my mind at the end of Infinity War was how weird Bruce Banner looked inside of the Hulk. The Hulk Buster? Yeah, the yeah, Hulk Buster armor. Buster. Yeah, he looked really weird, and I just couldn't We're going to talk about, about him it. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but for what it's worth, Infinity War, it was a good movie. Like, okay. don't make it, mm -hmm. I don't want to make right. it seem like it was a terrible movie. It was a good movie, and definitely worth all the praise that it got in 2017, 2018. Yep, yeah, just last two years. Yeah, yeah. Yep. two years. So, oh no, whatever it, it is, year? yeah, yeah last year. You know, yeah. whenever it came out, <laughs> I, I didn't. Oh, you're hate right. it. it was last year. Yeah, you're right. I didn't hate it, and when I talk about things I didn't like about it, I'm splitting hairs. It was still a good movie, and there's no way that they were gonna finish it in that movie. If people were mm. like, oh yeah, they have to beat Thanos, at, uh, I think most people knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like a two-parter so, coming. So they released it beforehand. I think they let yeah, everyone know that this is a part one of. Yeah you know of the Justice movie. League yeah, tried to do the same thing obviously that didn't work so out. yeah you know I expected it I it was <laughs> but yeah it was very abrupt it was a very mm -hmm. abrupt ending like, I think it was intentionally like that it was mm -hmm. it's kind of the Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel Universe sort of yeah you know? but why I think that they kind of meld really well together so think about the ending of Infinity War and then think about the beginning of Endgame mm -hmm. and it yeah. works really well together it's shocking but yeah. yes it yeah. does work well yeah so, Although this is, you know, really does have some emotional scenes in there, I felt like the action was pretty, you know, keeping it on spoilers. The action is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. in it. When when you get the action, some of the it's... action is unbelievable. The yeah. best they've ever done. Oh, yeah. Credit to the Russo oh, brothers. Man. We talk about the Russo brothers. They've done. It's weird because I've forgotten that they had done so many of these. The writers, Christopher Marcus and Stephen uh, McFeely, have basically been around since the beginning. Wrote Thor, wrote the first Avenger, uh, wrote the Dark World, which was, you know, weird. But <laughs> the callbacks that are required in this movie, without really spoiling anything, are all in line to the movies that they've been involved with. Yeah, the writers yeah. or the Russo brother directors. The Russo brothers, obviously the Winter Soldier, Civil War, mm -hmm. Infinity, and Endgame now. It's a straight through line, and the tones actually link up best that way. And but when you when you talk about Avengers one, that's where you're like, oh, these are two different things. Like that's yeah. when it looks different. See, and that's one thing I, I have to give it to this movie. I complain about this in all the other Marvel movies that I have to roll my eyes whenever they do a callback, or I'm like, oh, yeah. really? Come this on. This one is heavy but on the callback. No, it's heavy on the callback, but it works really well in my personal opinion. It, I think most of it. Yeah, yeah, most of it. Yeah. I didn't think that it was too heavy-handed whenever they did. Like, like certain scenes or call back to other movies. 
and it just flowed really well in that L- part. Let me ask you guys this. What do you think of like the casual fan? These 22 movies now, this is number 22. If you saw maybe 12 of the 22, were you lost at all in this movie? <laughs> well, that's me. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not, I, feel like, you. <laughs> I feel like your casual fan is the one is, that's still going to watch all the Marvel movies that come out. At least majority of them, yeah. you know. Like um, the big most name. people yeah, have the big, seen them all. Yeah, but, the big name know. ones are going to watch. Like maybe they didn't watch Thor, the Dark Thor or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I could see where if you didn't watch those ones, but if you watch the main ones um, and you're a casual, you know, casual Avengers movie or casual Marvel movie guy, you're going to know you're going to be able to follow it at least somewhat. You yeah, know? yeah. And but yeah, there was a lot of those. Oh, periods inside of the theater. Like I'm not gonna lie, there was one time where like I popped out of my seat, kind of giddy, like a like a 12 year old. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It's so funny. glad my wife wasn't there. <laughs> it's funny because I I call those nerdgasms. Yeah, <laughs> like, I had a nerdgasm. Yeah. That's Every, an accurate yeah. description. So yeah. everyone. And I was in like looking around theater. to make sure other people were doing it, and they were. Yeah, so I was okay. People was were like, like, oh, or clapping their hands and yeah. doing all this stuff. And it, this was opening night. This the first viewing, and it, it was packed. It was it's, crazy. It was so. <laughs> hot in the movie theater. Oh my god. It was it hot. Yeah. like butt. Yeah. <laughs> Crowded. Yep. Every seat was taken. Yeah, all yep. these Marvel fans that don't take showers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I think just I, kidding. I'm just I, kidding. I, I think I wrote on a blog that it was a comic fan's wet dream come true. And I I stand by that. There was so much fan service into this thing. Yeah. But like it was organic. And yeah. I, I didn't feel like I it was agree. cheap. Mm-hmm. I but agree. But man, it was heavy handed with it. It was like, oh, we're going to do this I, too? All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> I was 100% on board with the fan service. Me too. Now, you know what? In this one, because it's 22 films, it's mm. earned. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, you know, the the DC movies where they throw some stuff in there that maybe not isn't earned yet. Mm-hmm. This one, it's it's hard to argue because 22 movies. Yeah, I think they earned the right. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think so, too. And it, it does flow. It kind of comes that full circle for sure. Yeah. I mean, how was your guys' audience? Because my the audience I had in the theater, I saw it like rowdy. 140. Mine was pretty rowdy. Mine was pretty perfect. They were all... They were all quiet. I don't think I heard one phone go off. Yeah, you know? that part where they yeah, were quiet they were, and intent, but like oh there was a man. lot of noise when things happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Same. Same in my experience. People were pretty, pretty okay about that. But I have to say, there was a part in the movie where it's super dramatic, super quiet, and then someone—I don't know what they had. It like it's like they had a tin can or like. Uh, oh no! Like, yeah, they just <laughs> drop it on the ground and it ruins <laughs> oh, it. Man, <laughs> so like, come on, guys. <laughs> I will oh, say, he got like, beaten up outside yeah, of the movie yeah, theater. I found him, and I <laughs> choked him out. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a shouts for Galaxy Theaters over here in Las Vegas. But the, those chairs are beautiful, and they go all the way back, which is amazing. But as you get to the last 20 minutes, I, I, you picked, stick to I, it. I, I stuck to it, yeah. yeah. I actually moved the chair, so it was mostly upright, because I was kind of like, uh. <laughs> It's got that pleather, too, on the chair. Yeah, I'm it's not like sure a weird is, leather. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I stick to it. I sweat bit. to yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, I had... Yeah. I, I think I have like a not conducive uh, to moisture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have I have this conspiracy theory at the theater that I was at. I swear they turned off the air conditioning because it was so hot in there. Yeah. I think they didn't want to turn it on because they didn't want anyone to go to the restroom or whatever. Could be. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I had a beer. Full disclosure: I had a beer, but I was baby sipping that thing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just brought my pee bottle. So yeah. <laughs> oh, so you got yours? And my, yeah, and yeah, my, yeah. My pee bottle, my my poop jug. Just to empty the oh, popcorn man. out, and there you go. <laughs> oh oh man. man, so. 
Ah, yeah. It's just, and the thing with the story, keeping it somewhat, I guess, non-spoiler too, it's more centered around the original lineup more than anything. Wouldn't you agree where it's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's your Which Black we knew. Widow, your We Hawkeye, saw that coming yeah. a little bit, but, but again, the callbacks and they really pull the strings. Almost everybody you want in there is there. Uh, almost, oh, and some people you don't oh, <laughs> show yeah, up too. Yeah. So it, it is fascinating how the Russo brothers were able to kind of weave this thing together. And again, the buildup, think about the buildup for the, specifically the directors, Anthony and Joe Russo, Winter Soldier, a pretty crowded but sharp movie. It's still my favorite. Uh, Civil War, it gets more crowded than Infinity War and Endgame. Like they built up to it correctly as they figured out how do you get, you know, 50 people in a movie and give them all, you know, enough stuff so it doesn't feel wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I don't feel like almost anybody got wasted. You could complain about one or two here, but it's not that big a deal. Can I can I ask you guys, not spoiling anything, do you feel it was satisfying for the, in the end? I was satisfied. But it, it's, oh, it's hard will, to, to say uh-huh. without spoiling anything. Like I have complaints and I and in my brain, because I'm a nerd, but also, you know, like a critic and I, I try to write screenplays and things like that. Like I had a thought in my mind of where it was going and it's pretty close to what happened. But the few things that caught me off guard, I, I do second guess some of them. Mm, yeah. uh, some choices I second guess a little bit. Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, I'll say with it is I'm satisfied with this movie. But I am definitely coming off that high of like that Marvel fan service for sure. Mm, yeah. So I think I got the, those and, goggles on. I got Tyler, the nostalgia. Yeah. You, and... you are the guy who says uh, when I challenge you, like on things like Force Awakens uh-huh. or or Bond. We talked about Bond on the pod before. It's time for a breather. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. this is a great yeah. time for yeah. a breather. I know I we Spider Man. We're gonna get some other stuff. Mm-hmm. The Black Widow prequel and Black Panther two at some point. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a good time at the end of this movie. It feels like. Let's take a breath. You right. know what I mean? Let's hit the reset button a little bit, you know? Yeah, I could see that for sure. For these Marvel movies, I mean, I get that they're not perfect. And especially with this one, too, it's definitely not perfect. But I've got those fan service Marvel fanboy, you know, goggles yeah, this- on. And I, you know what? <laughs> I'm willing to let those things go just because oh, there's of how so much I, let go. I felt yeah. when yeah. I yeah. finished. I wrote, you know, there's the, so much I wrote I it down on paper, on the blog. It's there's so many things I could quibble about. But like I said, with Star Trek on my very first pod on this on this uh, podcast, if you're having fun, you just keep on moving, man. Mm, Don't yeah. dwell too, too much on I, it. I agree. It's not a perfect movie. Yeah. There's, there were some things that I had gripes with, but it it had a lot of hype to it, and mm-hmm. it had a really it's, good- It's an event movie, right? Yeah, yeah. And it services that. It felt like an event while you were watching it. Yeah, and- So you left sort of breathtaking because- Oh, I made it through the concert and and now I can go home and have a, have a drink and reflect or something. Yeah, you know, like it just felt that way. Just with everything that's going on, it produced a lot of hype and it made it really easy to get carried away in the story. So I was able to forgive all the things that, like you know, I may would usually have problems with in movies. But hey. We'll get into those. We will. Yeah, we will get into it. And I think it, for Disney, it, it, they got better at this as time went on. They're going to have Disney Plus, as we talked about, I think, on the last pod. It's amazing how much stuff happens in this movie where, like, and all the movies of the last 10 or 12 or so, where you can't process everything in one viewing. Mm-hmm. It requires two, maybe three viewings, even if you're a casual fan, just to process everything Nick, that happens. Nick, that's nine hours, though. I, I <laughs> but I'm telling you, that when this, in, when this thing hit Disney, Disney Plus or Netflix or wherever it's going to go, people are going to watch it, even in just small parts of it, just so they can be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I didn't realize this happened or this happened. Yeah, I know. And, and I think they do it on purpose. And it, 
it's genius in a weird way. Literally the next day on YouTube, it was filling up my feed for oh, searches non-stop. and stuff. It's and non-stop. the ending explained, yep. or this explained, you, explained, or this broken down, or yeah. yada, yada, yada. And, so. and I read some of it. I'm guilty because, like, yeah, I needed to process a little bit, and I needed someone to maybe break it down a little bit. <laughs> See, the person that I was with after the movie finished, he said, man... I want to watch it again. That's how I was feeling, where I wanted to <laughs> yeah. watch it again. And <laughs> yeah. And I went home and I was talking to my wife about it, and she was just like, you got to stop. That's enough. You yeah. Know? Because <laughs> I had to tell her like a few things, you know, and she doesn't care about the spoilers. But I, I felt the same way. Now, I'm not running back to the theater. It's not that level of good, I would argue, <laughs> oh. um, to go see it again. But I probably will see Heresy. it at least one more time <laughs> in the theater. Uh, at, but I haven't seen a lot of these Marvel movies twice in the theater. I think one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I'll probably go because I, you need to see it one or two more times. Weirdly, the the Force Awakens, which is a movie like that, has a lot of problems. It's um it's interesting because I saw that like four times in the theater. I think I saw it three full times, and one other time I saw another movie and then snuck in toward the last twenty minutes. And yeah, it's got a lot of problems. But I was so like, this is great. They're all back. There is Harrison Ford again. I had to see it over and over again. I don't know that I have the same feeling about this movie, but uh, again, it's it's not so much because I was having such a good time. It's more about I want to know some of the nuance that I missed because I was eating a bratwurst or I took a sip of beer or something <laughs> weird noise and everything's happening so fast. Yeah. I, I need to process it again. Uh, I couldn't see the movie theater because of right. my the hot dog was in my face. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. All right, so. One last question, and I think we'll move on into spoilers, yeah. is do you guys think it lived up to the hype? Because this was definitely, you know, hyped up. It was. And do you think it lived up to it as far as expectations go? You know, I will say that it's very hard for it to live up to the hype. You know, people's perceptions and pe- what people can imagine is always going to be greater than what they actually experience. I will say that it got very close. You know, mm-hmm. it was very satisfying. And me, I would think of myself as a casual movie goer or even with I'm super into comic books and stuff like that. But I still would consider myself a casual fan. Yeah, and I'm interested in the perspective on the comic yeah. book from both of you guys yeah, but as we go along. I do think that it was pretty hype. It was pretty up there. So uh, as close as it can be. Right. It, it's weird. Like, it's weird for me. I remember the uh, we talk about it all the time. But The Last Jedi, how devastated I was by watching that movie and leaving the theater. I was so lost. This one, it's it's 11 years of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people who are just 20 now grew up with just this MCU and they didn't read a lot of comics and this is all they know. Mm. I, I'm fascinated to hear their perspective on it. I wrote on the blog and I, I kind of stand by it. I think it makes sense. I said... Um, By the time the credits roll, you will have felt satisfied, perhaps a little devastated, but most importantly, you will have felt like your time was not wasted. Watching and investing your valuable time in this MCU has all been worth it, after all. And I think there's so many, like, the mediocre movies. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it now, because it's like, I get where they were going, and to have that through line that the Russo brothers and other folks at Marvel had that kept it clean enough. I mean, obviously, there's inconsistencies that we could get into if we wanted to, but for the most part, the through line is clean. And it pays off. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. They basically delivered. And what I will say, I'll expound a little bit more when we get into spoilers, but living up to the hype, yeah, I'm saying it's pretty close. It's never going to reach I mean, the box office receipts alone. Yeah, exactly. People wanted to to see it, and literally fans, they're going to watch it two, three, or four times or whatever. So they're happy with it, I would say. Yeah. Again, consider the idea that uh, America and folks all over the world galvanize together to say, don't spoil this movie for me. True. That alone means Mm -hmm. there's a buildup that has, like, this. these folks are invested. 
So I think they did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Good enough. All right. So I think we're ready to move into spoilers. So uh, if you're listening to this, please turn us off. <laughs> and you haven't seen the movie. Uh, if you have, keep it going. Wait, do we want to but... talk about the uh, Rotten Tomato scores or anything? Oh, you see? I mean, they're it's, pretty it's similar pretty, from what I looked early, up. Yeah. I mean, Metacritic had it at 77%. I thought that was kind of weird. That's a little. But, but it, it's still early for them. Yeah. So we'll see how it Right pans now, I out. have Rotten Tomatoes. So it's a uh, tomato meter is 96% and audience score 92. So I mean, that's, that's what I had pretty roughly the same. Infinity War for was like 85 and 91 so and it's getting slightly yeah, better scores yeah. than infinity war tracking wise and i think so. imdb was about nine point nine it was high nine point it was high but the yeah, imdb one, yeah, one is yeah. a slower process so we'll see that probably come down over okay time. so first sense of spoiler right there i'll talk about with the opening of the movie is hawkeye mm, that yeah. was oh yeah, yeah. man i had a feeling just, it was gonna open that way and yeah. it's uh it's pretty shocking yeah it's just you know what's gonna happen too you're watching the hawkeye uh, or sorry, um, Jeremy Renner, Clint, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah, Hawkeye himself, and you know what's gonna happen. He's on the you farm know, with the family. Oh man. oh man, yeah, and you know, cute family. Linda Cardellini from Mad Men. It's very interesting the way that they took it is because all the fans already know what's happening, what yeah. happened in Infinity I, I, there War. There was a groan immediately when it opens like that. You can hear the groan in the theater, yeah. so yeah. they know what's coming. And then so and it lingers for a minute. Too. And I like how they kept this atmosphere. They don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're having a nice little picnic. The daughter is practicing shooting. The boys are playing catch or whatever. Yeah, and they're completely oblivious to the outside world and the rest of the world was the same way you know they don't know what's going on in Wakanda or whatever it worked infinitely better than the ending of Ant-Man and the Wasp where that's the first movie we saw after Infinity War I think yeah where the Michelle Pfeiffer character Mm -hmm. Hope and uh, Hope Van Dyne and um, Mm. the Wasp all disappear right yeah that I felt a little cheap but when you get to this movie it feels like it's devastating oh yeah 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 And then, because they don't, they just leave it open to like he doesn't know what's going on. He's running. You don't around really see them dust either. Right. Which yeah, is exactly. a good choice by the director. You see, very you see the remnants of it a yes. little yes. bit. Yeah, when he gets over. Yeah, there, when he gets over. It. Yeah. So, right. but I would say with you know Hawkeye's story in the or in that beginning scene is he kind of got you know the shit end of that sick because he's yeah. basically it's half basically of all, all the way life, through this and thing. it's just him because usually most of these people they lose like you know i imagine if you're a husband and wife you lose your wife or you lose your husband because it's just it's half it's just statistics yeah. but with him he lost everyone except him so he lost yep. you know his two sons his daughter mm. and his wife and so it was just him and then that starts his journey onto Ronin, and so yeah. which yeah, is which makes I mean, it kind of worth it. The, the haircut is goofy, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> when you open with that, it's hard to argue with whatever yeah. he's doing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, he so. had that he had that rockin' tattoo too. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but that that I would love to see haircut. that movie. The Ronin yeah. movie sounds cool. It's so hard not to stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, man, your face looks like leather. Like, why are you wearing that haircut? <laughs> he's going through some things. All right. He's <laughs> oh man, who's but... doing? that that undercut for him <laughs> is he doing it himself he's pretty good oh <laughs> uh, and then of course we get you know we all knew that iron man was going to escape from the ship he was on yeah you know, we yeah. knew that, that something was going to happen where he was going to get a saved couple good and... moments up there in isolation with mm-hmm. nebula oh. nebula gets a lot of love oh my movie. goodness oh, yeah. yeah she yeah. does yeah. oh yeah. and i, I know love it i love it so that, much yeah. <laughs> yeah. after totally, totally how <laughs> how after watching this movie can you not say that nebula is greater than Gamora? hashtag Come weird on, on uh, <laughs> ryan underscore coloma is that what dog it is? <laughs> did you not see the same movie i really like nebula in this oh yeah yeah she was, yeah, she, they, she, they, they, Karen Gillum did, did a great job when they were mm-hmm. playing football. She, she really oh, <laughs> that yeah, was the hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she, she's like, uh, Tony's saying, "Did you have fun?" And then she's like, all angry, but it's like, "Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come on, that's yeah. cool." 
old. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was a little emotional too when he's doing his final recording or you yeah, know again yeah. too. Oh, yeah. We saw it in the trailers, but that's what I liked about these trailers is we we really didn't get a full picture of exactly. We had our speculations, of course, but we didn't have the timeline we, was going to go. Yeah, so but pretty, we thought they were wearing spacesuits, right? Yeah, <laughs> but they were the the oh spoiler, we're in spoilers, but yeah, <laughs> they were the, yeah, they were the con- the quantum realm suits, so yes, they were yes, they, they were kind suits. of time travel suits, and yeah. so but. When uh, Captain Marvel saved, you know, Iron Man, I completely forgot she was in this movie because yeah, I got man. so lost with Hawkeye's story. And <laughs> yeah. as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I forgot she's in this. I, I was and trying so- to think how it was going to go because I had assumed Nebula and Tony Stark would figure out how to fix a ship or jump Yeah, the ship. I thought yeah. so But also. when you see the light, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. It's going to be her. Gonna I be think they were just able to fix enough just to buy themselves time to yeah. live. I think yeah. that's what they They had 21 days up yeah. there and in very little food. You noticed how skinny Tony Stark yeah. was. He looks he rough. Yeah, really movie. Skinny, he's, so. not, he's like the roughest. We'll get to that. But, but <laughs> in terms of Captain Marvel, she was a bit of a letdown, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I was expecting her to be more she involved was, in this movie. She was. It's a weird choice by Brie Larson because I was okay with the Captain Marvel movie. Most of it, it wasn't great. It was just like all the other ones. But she was grumpy. She was kind of emotionless. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't totally get so what was going on with her. This was filmed, or she did her scenes for uh, Endgame before she did any filming at Is all for right? Marvel. Yeah, yeah. For that Captain makes Marvel. Sense because so, okay. I felt like and, they were two different characters. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and, and that's the thing we talked about with the Captain Marvel movie. She's just not fully fleshed out yet. And yeah, that's yeah. really what I think that's really what's dampering it. But I'm glad that she was, I don't want to say bench, but I'm glad that she kind of got pushed off to the back burner where she, you know, they. She's helping out other planets yeah. in the time that, you know, I like that she was kind of like this, th- so. that part I, w- I like where she was like, look, you, other planets don't have the Avengers like Earth does. Yeah. So I had other things to do. Like that was, I made sense to me, but some of the other stuff was a little bit, you know, a little but bit weird. I see what you're saying though, Nick. She's compassionate towards these other planets and she's concerned mm-hmm. about them as well. But she, she seems, comes from Earth. Yeah. yeah you know, but she comes from Earth, Earth and she seems so standoffish. Yeah. Very like, distant. So mm-hmm. how does this compassion come to from such a cold person? Yeah. It was yeah. weird. I, also, I, I also feel that the writers, they don't know how to work with her because mm-hmm. like, they're trying to figure out how strong she should be because she takes down an entire spaceship by herself and then the next couple of scenes, she gets thrown around by Thanos without the yeah, Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. The, the power just, line is weird. Yeah, there. it's just really weird. It's, I like the scene where the ship goes down and yeah. she got that mm-hmm. to do, but... You're right. It doesn't make any sense yeah, because it, she gets thrown around like everybody it else. It just does. makes them f- seem like they don't know how to write this character yet. They, yeah. they don't know if they're going to make her god level strong or if it's mm-hmm. a crutch. I don't know. I mean, I would say with her character, same thing. It's just she's not fully fleshed out. The writers haven't had a chance to, I guess, get their you know writing legs going You know, for her character specifically. But I'm glad in the sense that she kind of got pushed off to the side. They made up a good reason of why she hasn't been around and why she wasn't there I to was help okay them that. get the yeah, stones. It was well written. It was fine. Yeah. So I'm fine with her not being there to help them get the stones, mainly because I feel like this is a story about the original lineup. And I would say her power settings, yeah, they seem a little off, but I really like that scene when she's going against Thanos and Thanos realizes, you know, that she is a little bit stronger she, than regular people and he pulls the power stone yeah, and then knocks yeah, right. her across. I think everyone I loved that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, like, oh good, shit. Yeah. Like, I did like that. Yeah, yeah it was smart. Yeah. It was clever. So, the, the two things that were weird, one was some of the stuff we saw in the trailer didn't turn out to be in the movie with Captain Marvel and then two, the end credit scene for Captain Marvel mm-hmm. is really not how she's introduced to the team. Yeah. So yeah. that was a little bit weird. It doesn't bother me that much, but it was a little jarring considering they've, they've been pretty good with the through line, but those didn't really quite match up. Can I ask mm-hmm. you guys this? How do you guys feel about the whole the five year gap? I was, was fine huge. with it. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. But, but 
Yeah, so you're right. Like, how did it, it affect was, you? I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked as like thinking of it like a storyboard idea. How they made that jump and immediately it jarred me because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, and, yeah. And in my brain, I was thinking exactly what came was coming. I was like, oh, this is how this is what's going to make it a rough choice down the road. Yeah. And it, and and I like it because th- there's it's it's a short period of time, but there's so much emotional baggage that is added by doing the time jump, stuff that wasn't there before. Yeah, now I would say the time jump makes sense because immediately after Captain Marvel comes in, they go to you know they go to Thanos, they go to find where Thanos is yeah. to try really to reverse. Fast. Yeah, really so fast. the fact that they failed on that because Thanos destroys the stones and he's weakened by it, and yeah. you, you see that in the beginning when he's getting you know his food ready to go, that there's something off about <laughs> so this character. Thanos cooking hour. That was yeah, amazing. <laughs> got, got the sea salt. You know, it was kind of cool. Yeah. I wondered how long that was going to go on for. That fruit looked delicious. <laughs> right? Yeah, Not bad. I want to I want to know what dish that is. So I mean, <laughs> hashtag just, Thanos recipes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> making a protein shake. So. <laughs> like all the other it's fruit, I was at, like, you could tell that that fruit that that fruit was ripe. Oh man, yeah. when he just plucked it out of there, I was like, man, that looks good. <laughs> now, yeah, so I was fine with that five year jump just because okay, they failed. They weren't able to get to Thanos in time, mainly because you know they didn't know where he was at, or you know they didn't. It's they also, needed Nebula to it's find also out where you, he was at. They they wore they bore the weight of their failure for mm-hmm. five years. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. it changes everybody. I mean, a lot happens in five years. One, Thor. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my goodness, <laughs> we'll get to <laughs> Thor. We're get to it. We will yeah. get. That's a <laughs> but I still I, am confused how I feel about that. <laughs> one thing I really liked about that because it holds on the five for maybe two, three yeah. seconds, and right. it, so you kind of try to formulate in your mind what is it going to be weeks, months, and then goes years, and it just blew me yep. and the rest of the people in the theater away. It was it, crazy. Yeah, and, and then to go to Captain America at the um, at like the, the meeting for like you know. PT, the support, group. Yeah, the support yeah. group or whatever that was pretty impressive and and once that happened it made a lot more sense and that scene felt right in the trailer i'm thinking i'm not sure why would captain america really do this it doesn't make a lot of sense to me but mm-hmm. after the five-year jump okay i get it everybody's in a different place yeah that makes more sense now so, oh, oh go ahead ryan all right uh, this is gonna be a tangent so you go ahead yeah. and- okay. <laughs> i mean this is a somewhat tangent i guess you could say okay. but it's with the infinity stones because you know thor kills thanos but do you think all the Infinity Stones got destroyed? Because we don't see them get destroyed. He mm. says they get destroyed. Yeah. Gamora well, says he's not a liar, but that's something that liars always say, that they're not liars. <laughs> and so do you really well, they think find all them because them destroyed? He, because it's a huge like supernova explosion because he tries to destroy them. What I would say to this is I hope they are. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, getting, I'm sick of them now. Let's just move on from the Infinity Stones. There's actually more problems when you start getting into the time yeah. stuff about where these things end up ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. A little Star Trek 2009 we'll territory. That. But we'll yeah. I'm just that. saying, like, I, I hope they're gone. I hope that he actually destroyed right. them. Yeah. I don't know for sure, I but mean, I hope. Now that they introduced time time travel, there's going to always be kind of a way to get them back, I guess you could say. But... I feel like they kind of left that pretty, a little... Pretty sloppy time travel. If we would have saw them got destroyed... <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> if we would have saw them got destroyed, I'd be like, okay, they're gone. They're gone forever. But, it was a choice to not you know, see it, right? We should have saw right. it, probably. I mean, would you be fine if maybe just one of them survived? Not no. the time stone, just not one of them. No, like the soul stone. For, for me, it's time to wrap it up. It's time yeah, to wrap it up. Not at all. Okay. I would not want yeah. them to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what all were right. you going to say, Ryan? So... Th- I was listening to another podcast and they were making a joke. Is Captain America a virgin? 
There's a lot of talk on Captain America being a virgin. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I thought like maybe that one S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that was uh, the blonde lady from Winter Soldier. Yeah. I thought maybe he had some time in there to not be. But it, it seemed like by the way they played it out in this movie and when you get to the ending, um, he probably was. Okay. <laughs> I, all I right. think there was Which some. Which is uh, fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Captain America. He's <laughs> all about uh, <laughs> It was just something I was curious about because when will he find time to do that? with saving the world. <laughs> That's America's ass, Ryan, all right? <laughs> hey, that I was, like it. I thought yeah, it was no, There was some really good so, comedy When we moments. get to that yeah. part, Captain that versus Captain, I, I thought it was genius. <laughs> oh, man, so, that was so good. I, uh, I don't remember. Captain I, America gets so many nerd-gasm moments. Yeah, oh, man, it was man. so endless. So I, I like him, so like, I was the elevator it, scene? Man, oh, epic. my goodness, when he says, Hail Hydra. I love yeah. it. Oh, I love it. Secret Empire yeah, right there. Genius. So, so, so smart. So this is one thing that I I thought. So Marvel did what we talked about last week with Star Wars. Like they weren't afraid of using fan theories and fan mm -hmm. stories and then putting in the inside y the movie. Listen, this yeah. is exactly what we talked about, right? Exactly. Last Jedi didn't do it, and Infinity Stone leaned in. Yeah, and you know what? Everybody was happy, and, and it was a big payoff. <laughs> this is what I was talking mm -hmm. about with the hype because people were writing all these stories online. They were guessing what could happen, and Marvel they listened. They were like. You know what? That's really good. And if <laughs> yeah. it's going to make them happy, let's yeah. do it. It when, made me happy. <laughs> when Captain America gets the hammer, oh, everyone, oh, every yeah. single person. That was my nerdgasm. Oh, it was amazing. Yes, it was. Every single person there, in the let me, theater. Let me say this because it's, it's, it's my favorite like spoiler moment, nerdgasm yeah. of the movie. What somebody had posted something about he wasn't worthy in Age of Ultron. It's probably my favorite scene in that cr otherwise crappy movie. It's the last one on my he list. Twenty two. He wiggles it though. It's a great moment, yeah. right? Um, that he, because he hadn't come clean about Tony's parents, he wasn't worthy yet. So uh, he had to go through the events of yeah. Civil War to be worthy. And, and you know, look by the that. way, he's good that, with it right away. Yeah, yeah he, he got that, that thing. Oh, and when he's like wrecking shop with the shield and yeah. the hammer oh, of Thanos, it man. is insane. Doesn't I, that make you want to watch it twice? <laughs> Doesn't that just that scene? Yeah. The makes one you choice watch it twice. is when he really goes toe to toe with Thanos, and Thanos starts breaking the shield, yeah. which is an amazing scene. And, yeah, and, oh and yeah. Russo yeah. brothers are great at the comic book action. They really, they really got it down. I kind of wanted him to go out that way. Mm. And I was a little disappointed it didn't go that way. Well, that's but, why... Well, you know, ultimately, I'm fine with how it went. But. Well, that's why I was asking before about not spoiling the satisfying ending. Because right. they really wanted to tie up these little bow endings it for all these like characters. It organic that he would go out like that, though. Yeah, but... It Think of think of it this way that he has sacrificed so much and mm -hmm. he has fought for like, you know, the Avengers and then for the world and all that and they wanted to give him the happy ending that he, he deserved. There was yeah. there was one missed opportunity it, so. where when he gets up and he tightens his half broken shield, he doesn't say, I can do this all day. Which <laughs> I is was like, expecting exactly that. what yeah. I wanted him yeah. to say. I don't know why he might probably has it in like some cut, he probably did say it. But I don't know why he didn't do it. He I already it said it in the past. I needed it. I needed uh, it there. <laughs> I liked it when he picked up the hammer and Thor's just like I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there, there's that great moment earlier in the movie where it's Captain versus Captain, and the, the other Captain says, "I can do this all day." He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was great. And it's then, unbelievable. Good, Chris Evans. I mean, I know he doesn't love playing the character. He's great at it. Yeah, yeah he's really good at it. That, oh, that so. is Captain America in my brain now. But I agree with you 100 percent that. Captain America, he had a lot of oh, nerd gas moments. Yeah. Endless, yeah. endless. Yeah. And then, uh -huh. but also, I will say, going into that fight scene, I will. That's 
the best fight scene that I've seen in Marvel mm. movies. It's probably Absolutely. true. Yeah. It's probably yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, it's... I have issues with the epic battle scene. It looks an awful lot like Infinity War. I felt like we were just rewinding the tape a little bit. Mm. Now the moment where, well, I'll wait for it, but that big moment where everybody's introduced is cool. Yeah. But the fight scene itself, it's like, eh, it's kind of derivative. I've seen this already. Well, we got to waste eight minutes doing this, you know. But no, I can understand. But the individual fights are amazing. yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to get interested in like a grand yeah. scope battle. But yeah. yeah, they really focused in on certain things that I, were really good. Like when they're trying to get the gauntlet over to the teleporter. I liked all that. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. great. And people get their potato. moments. Yeah, that's yeah, where exactly. that's where Captain Marvel has a nice moment, and Spider Man has a nice moment. And yeah, Panther, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, the team, like the future team, maybe coming together. I kind of like that. Yeah, and. Black Panther, he looked so dope yeah. as he was uh-huh. going through the purple. and pounding the ground. That little yeah, purple it was tinge awesome. in there. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that whole Wakanda thing, like, it, it's impactful. And, and the impact of Black Panther is really felt on the Marvel Universe. That yeah, movie did yeah. obviously so well. My, I got criticized a little bit because I only gave it a six, which is exactly what I gave Captain Marvel. <laughs> but I, I hit it a little bit for the end because the epic fight scene and the bubble and some of the other stuff that was going on there in that Black Panther movie with, like, the rhinos and stuff, like the, the mm-hmm. robots shit on him. I thought that was all kind of weird, you know? And the um, blue railroad that was in Wakanda where um, uh, Michael B. Jordan and him are fighting. Oh, yeah. It was a little over the top. The music is great, the tone is great, and the emotional is there, but I thought they overdid it at the third act there. Yeah. I was just glad that Ant-Man punched one of those flying worm things. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. Oh, let man. me Let me say this on the Ant-Man storyline. So we can blame Star-Lord for Infinity War. Everybody's okay with that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Can we can we credit a rat for saving the universe? Is that is that okay? <laughs> I think a, wrote, a a writer wrote that a rat just randomly stepped on a button, and that's the only way we get Ant Man back, and that's the only way the <laughs> Avengers ever figure out the quantum realm and can ever mm. do this other stuff. Sure, so it was a weird choice, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. it's fine. I mean, it's just chance that just, it happens. Just random I mean, chance. Yeah, uh, can they, we, oh, they go, can go in, They can go into it more if they really wanted to somehow, <laughs> but I mean, I'll leave it as that. So. <laughs> yeah, I was slightly disappointed by that choice. You know. It sucks because... So I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they're a funny group. I think they're very interesting. I like the movies. Not the second one, not so much. Fine, yeah. <laughs> the second fine. one's fine. The first the one, first was one we hadn't. The seen first before. one was yeah. something mm-hmm. that was, I really enjoyed. And the callbacks here are genius. Yeah. But but in Infinity War and in Endgame, they just seem terrible. Like I, you know I, what? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Just to interject on this one point. All of the Avengers and all of the heroes, Guardians, everybody, they all have a lot of flaws, and they are not super great superheroes. Oh, They make a lot of crappy choices. No, no, I'm not talking about in terms of, like, their character. I just think that it doesn't fit with the movie. It's just oh, you such, thought they were out of place? Yeah, it just felt really well, weird. Well, I will say the, with the, the Guardians? The, yeah. The Infinity War and Endgame? Yeah, or? because well, Peter Quill callback is really well done, uh-huh. where he's dancing, come and get Yeah. Oh, yeah, that oh, was yeah. great. Yeah, that was <laughs> Some of that stuff is great, right? But, dude, what but I'm, what yeah, I'm saying... Interjecting them in, it does feel a little weird. Like Groot didn't feel right. In yeah, this one. yeah. So, but so, Rock Rocket was great. Oh yeah, <laughs> they because the thing is individually when yeah, they it's put him by case a little. Yeah, bit. individually when they put him in for the drama and to move the story along, it's great. But when you look at the the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, they were heavy in the comedic aspect but when you put him in here with Drax like half of the team is basically uh, comedic relief Mm -hmm. and then when you throw him into this there's not a lot of comedic there's not a lot of room by the time they show up yeah no and it's really weird hurt them a little bit and I I think back about what we were talking about with the Shazam uh, movie review 
now taking the tone of Shazam and then putting it in an overarching like like yeah. brooding and dark. I, mean, I think as the universe, evolution of these superhero movies continues, you might see people take more chances like that. But n- nobody in Marvel wants to make the Shazam comic tone for four hundred million dollars. Yeah, no, no, but <laughs> that's uh, the problem. The uh, risk is too high. I, right? I'm not. I'm not giving it a point for Shazam. I'm just saying that I saw what you were saying with Shazam. Yeah. That. Like it just seemed very weird because a lot of it the, was jarring. Yeah, right? the tone for a lot of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies was very heavy-handed or like very light and very. The comedic. very first Guardians, weren't you shocked by that too? I mean, I was pretty shocked that it was that hardcore comedy. I was like, yeah. oh, this is just a funny yeah. movie. Yeah, and then by the time you get to Thor Ragnarok, you're primed for it. But Guardians One, I'm like, this is different. You know, it feels different. Yeah, and I felt in this movie, Nebula and Rocket Raccoon were probably like the most dramatic. They had yeah. great yeah. moments, man. Yeah, they, they, I was so, they had so the best good. moments. I thought they missed a couple opportunities there was some funniness with the new gamora as we'll get into i'm sure and and star lord they had that one funny moment but there was some comedy there that they whiffed on yeah uh, but again you got three hours and two minutes or whatever it is you got to edit i'm sure there's on the cutting room table there's some stuff in there too mm-hmm. so i would say with the guardians they do have that comedic relief but they're not really in this movie in endgame they don't show up until well, the Drax, very very Drax end finally, that's really it's about a satisfying it. moment for Drax. Yeah, you don't get and, to see him talk a lot but he does yeah. get that one moment and so. at the end of course you know everybody comes back from the you know yeah. from the snap but i would say i love rocket raccoon in this and just how you know you have a talking raccoon on earth you know who's doing a bunch of science stuff and I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. bradley cooper as rocket raccoon i don't know that anybody else could do that particular part which yeah. is really weird for a raccoon you know <laughs> for like a cgi raccoon in a movie he, he has a lot of heavy hand lifting to do in these uh-huh. movies and he freaking nails it man yeah I, yeah he, he, he I agree. nails it yeah now how did you guys like professor hulk uh, uh, yeah, so I have problems I, with it. I enjoyed oh. Professor Hulk. I thought it was just fine, you know, as far as you know what, it's, so, it's the it's beginning the of the years. fan service, is mm-hmm. right when you see him. Well, they have the funny moment with Ant Man, but the whole explanation how he gets there and what he looks like is pretty odd. Mm. I, I didn't love it. I thought that was a maybe a bridge too far. So, I like taking it for what it was, you know. I was it was a bit jarring and I didn't like it at first, but then it kind of grew on me. There were moments where you know he had to throw a tantrum when he was back in when yeah. he went back in time. Oh, yeah, and throw like, the oh, motorcycle. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I thought you know he had some funny parts, but you know what? I it goes in line with what I was thinking. I feel like. Thor and the Hulk, they got really, they really got shafted and reduced to like comedic relief in mm-hmm. these past two movies. I actually think Thor got where he should be. I, I like with the Asgardians of the Galaxy or whatever happens there at the end. I thought he didn't have anywhere else to go after Ragnarok, really. This kind of makes sense what happened in this movie mm-hmm. to me. The Hulk part, I actually thought too much comic relief for him in this movie. It was weird because Tony Stark solves time travel in five seconds, yeah. which bothered me endlessly. Yeah. But I just let it go because I'm still having fun, right? But Mark Ruffalo's character as the Hulk is 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 as smart as Tony Stark, yeah, he's right? Maybe one smarter. of the greatest minds right. in, in and their he, universe. He doesn't feel like it in this movie. And especially also in Infinity War. I was telling my I was talking a to a friend Infinity of mine. War too, yeah. No, no. A lot in a Infinity lot. War to go because back it. he just looks like a bumbling idiot the whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't add Nutty anything. Yeah, he doesn't add anything to the to the movie except for comedic relief and explaining some plots. But they don't show how uh, intelligent he is, and I felt that was such a big letdown because he is supposed to be as mm-hmm. smart as yeah, Tony Stark. And, and we, I've grown up with different versions of the Bruce Banner character, and and again, I was a fan of the Ed Norton movie a little bit. You know, it's fine. Um, I would have liked to seen what his character uh, matured as through these films. 
the Mark Ruffalo character in the beginning, I liked him in Avengers. I recently rewatched the first Avengers, but yeah, he got like dumber as the yeah. movies went on, yeah. and I, I had a problem with that. And that's why I think both him and Thor, they kind of reduced them down to just being comedic relief, like mm-hmm. just yeah. to be there. The Thor stuff, I was I was well, pleasantly surprised. Thor. <laughs> and I would just kind of rate it as it's he's the, washed it's, out PTSD. Yeah. Thor mm-hmm. uh, again, th- these movies actually pay a lot of credit to those PTSD mm-hmm. moments with all the characters. Really, yeah, yeah. But it, for Thor, I was entertained. <laughs> I mean, I would say with Thor and Hulk, it's just the weight of the five years you know the weight of the yeah. five years yeah thor becomes fat thor you know and so he really loses he becomes it the and... dude the big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what i and... really wish that they did though was uh there's a story arc in in the whole comics where uh mark ruffalo and oh, mark ruffalo um what is it bruce banner bruce mm-hmm. banner and the hulk they separate they become two different entities and then bruce banner goes crazy trying to get the hulk back or trying to transform because in infinity war they don't even go about explaining why the hulk wasn't coming out of him or why it's a weird explanation to go from what happened in infinity war where he's struggling to turn yeah to the professor yeah. all of a sudden they, it's, it's just weird it's just a weird jump yeah, yeah i agree they don't and really it's paid explain fan it service. yeah they it's don't the really one time explain it, it. and i thought what they were going to do was that the hulk is rebelling and then he's working on a way to exit bruce banner yeah, that would have worked better yeah. i thought if they and, did something more like that in the comic books it's great because bruce banner he goes he becomes obsessed he becomes crazy and he yeah. starts uh, like treating himself with gamma rays again and i thought man that would have been interesting through the five years but no oh well he just figures out that he just needs to combine the brain and the bronze so that he there's room character. to make it a little darker right why didn't they try to make it a little darker would you guys have wanted a hulk uh, another hulk individual movie i thought it would have been cool yeah well i think hulk is interesting in itself yeah <laughs> i mean i like the idea of just the professor hulk he's not the strongest version of the hulk out there because yeah, there's yeah. just you know the whole thing with the angrier the hulk gets you know the stronger he becomes and that comes with like his kind of pr- primitive state you know where he's at and of course when he's professor hulk he's the smartest of the hulks so i was fine with him being you know both you know being professor hulk because of the weight of the five years and just what that did i'm fine with them brushing over of hey i did an experiment i studied it i took a gamble and i just so happened to stumble upon being professor well, hulk so what and, about the overall uh his lack of intelligence <laughs> that was I mean, featured a little bit he, he kind of messed never, up time travel he yeah. couldn't he I, couldn't match with tony stark i, I, I yeah. think i think they realized that because in infinity war he did look like just a bumbling idiot he didn't know what was going on he didn't know how to control the suit he couldn't mm-hmm. do all these things and he couldn't keep up with the rest of the avengers and they had to rectify that for this movie and they showed him being smart again but obviously not as smart as Tony Stark. It's kind of yeah, weird, yeah. yeah. But going back to what you said, Tyler, that's one thing also. In the comic books, for Nick, I know you wanted to hear our, our comments. I do. I'm as, interested. <laughs> so, in one of the comic books, I don't know which one it is, but Thanos actually said in that he admits that he has fought millions of people mm-hmm. or like thousands of people and he's conquered worlds and they ask him or, or something it gets in along the lines of who he wouldn't want to fight again and he says the hulk yeah because yeah. he beats the hulk but barely yeah. you know and he he doesn't even kill the hulk he just beats him and then knocks him out or whatever and then he's able to escape in this movie he wipes the floor with the hulk the hulk is supposed to get madder and madder the more he's hit and he mm-hmm. gets stronger and stronger and then that was supposed to be the linchpin actually can we talk about that there were so many characters 
along the lines of the comic books that could have ended it right then and there. Right. Like the right. Hulk being one of them, Doctor Strange being one of yeah. them. I find uh, that hard to believe. Now, okay. Scarlet <laughs> yeah, Witch. Well, Scarlet Witch being one yeah. of them. I find that hard to believe also, <laughs> but all right. I would say I just trust from, your comic um, judgment. <laughs> so I would say just from like comic books into the movies, I never really saw as Bruce Banner being depicted as super smart since probably Avengers Age of Ultron because he kind of, you know, chips and in with the, Ultron, really smart. Yeah, with the Ultron AI. Consider but... the first Avengers, uh, Tyler. The Nobody wants to see the Hulk. Loki's whole plan is to make the Hulk mad so he can use him mm-hmm. uh, to help, you know, continue on his plan of taking over Earth or whatever. Then they kind of go away from it. It's kind of weird. I mean, same thing with the Hulk. They, I feel like with Bruce Banner especially, they never depicted him as being smarter than Tony Stark. And so... That's why I would say, well, time travel, I mean, it's just a, a picky thing. And if you're introducing time travel into your story, it's going to get messy kind of regardless of how you do it. T- and Tony so- Stark in the films, at least, and, and oftentimes of what I know of the comics, has proven over and over again he has poor judgment. So it's weird that he has poor judgment, but also is like the smartest guy on the planet. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was jarred by how quickly he solved the time travel thing, as I mentioned before. And like in this movie, like it's not even close. You would never, you wouldn't ask Bruce Banner if Tony Stark's in the room. And I found that to be kind of odd. And I, I think it's such a big cop out also because I do like that they kind of split it up. You know, science is not just an all-encompassing science. You have <laughs> physics, you have radiation, you have they're all broken up and Bruce Banner says, oh, that's not my expertise. I'm, I deal more with radiation. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But then Tony Stark knows everything knows about everything about <laughs> yeah, everything. All the science. <laughs> right? It's getting kind of weird, right? He can repair... He <laughs> a little can, over the top. <laughs> yeah, he can repair a spaceship like that's uh-huh. alien technology. He can make an Iron Man you know, suit in the Middle East in a cave. And yeah, so, yeah. It, was, it was a bit of a a spoiler or just a little note to me as I'm watching the movie that this is a love letter to Tony Stark essentially yeah yeah, and, yeah because he so started it's it off a little wink to it and, 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 and they lay it on maybe a tad too thick maybe I don't know there was at the end I don't know if you guys heard it but there is no ending credit but you do hear yeah, the no hammer yeah striking. you hear the hammer and that yeah. was really cool a nice head nod I, I yeah, thought it was I very subtle that. and very yeah. nice but he's supposed to be one of the biggest minds or one of the greatest minds in the Marvel Universe like and um, that matches who, up with the comic Right. Yeah. When, who who else is it? Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, it's uh, I think Doctor Doom, which okay. is yeah, yeah, supposedly yeah. the smartest. Right. Yes. Yes. And then you have Reed Richards, who's also I think he's the second smartest. Yeah. Yeah. Probably number yeah. one biggest yeah. dick is Reed yeah. Richards too. <laughs> <laughs> he's always a dick. He seems pretty nice yeah, in the movies, yeah. but I guess maybe oh, the comics, make him more he's, dickish. He's a dick. Right. He has yeah. a uh, that's where they get from Rick and Morty, where they have the. Uh, the Council of Ricks. Oh, is Reed that right? Richards has a Council of Reed Richards, <laughs> and so. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and like then <laughs> number three, I think, is Tony Stark, and yeah. then it so is. So he's in the top. Um, so he's smarter than Bruce Banner. In the Bruce comics? Banner, yeah, yeah. I, th- okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I would. I would so, put it. I would go along with that countdown yeah. as well. It was yeah. kind of weird because remember in Age of Ultron they worked together. Tony Stark and Bruce Banner together mm-hmm. to come up with the Ultron thing. Mm-hmm. And this one, Tony Stark's just in his, his basement, just, yeah, just messing yeah. around. Like, oh, I figured it out. He doesn't even try. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he he's trying to not figure it out, yeah. and he still figures it he out. He has kind some of free time. He's like, oh, why don't we uh, zoom in yeah. on this thing over here? Oh, and, and again, how long could you make this movie? So I get they have to yada, yeah. yada, yada quite yeah. a bit. And, and, and I'm satisfied. Don't get me wrong, but there are some things you could point at that. Right. Like, All right. And <laughs> nitpick, I guess yeah, you could yeah. say. Yeah, I'm fine with them brushing it over and 
you know, that's just how I am with it. I was they, having fun. And it's time travel. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you back yeah. yourself into a corner. They really build up it, the so. Tony Stark character yeah. before the fall. So Can we go into the time travel thing now? Yeah, we Can might we look as well. into that. I don't so, know why um, we're going to bother. It's okay, total okay. nonsense. Yeah, it no, makes it's, no it's, sense. It's, the, it's the rules they set up, as you, producer Ryan, always point out, they immediately break. And yes, it makes no sense. Yes, I let it go. But the first thing, the first thing that I thought was really stupid was so he spends five hours inside of the quantum realm right yeah right and for everybody else it was five years years. he moved forward in time five hours into five five years later and i could do that too like there was a joke by um i forgot the comedian but he's like i have a time machine oh dimitri martin yeah dimitri Dimitri martin Martin. i have a time machine (laughs) uh it's a box in my living room that i wrote time machine on and just standing in it you go forward in time (laughs) and that's what he did he Uh was just in the quantum realm for five minutes and then he goes forward in time there don't explain them being able to go back in time i think they actually do say well they paul rudd says that when he gets out of there he just happens to get out at the point in time that he was in that there's all these different doorways right in the quantum realm it's just navigating through it Mm. it's navigating through the quantum realm he does mention a different door he thinks that there's a way to navigate and was that in this movie yeah that was in this movie yeah they touch on it briefly so yes that was in this because in ant-man the wasp they just mentioned oh be careful with the time whatever in the quantum realm but they don't explain his ant-man gets out he meets his older daughter which is a nice moment but but michelle pfeiffer aged in the quantum realm in ant-man and the wasp I'm confused on why Paul Rudd did not. Yeah. Why, is Paul age? Rudd just ageless? Well, I guess, I guess so it doesn't really matter. It's just time works differently in there. So He's 50 yeah. years old, isn't that amazing? It's five out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I, I actually saw that. And I was yeah, like, what? Unbelievable, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> well, what is that? So, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, he's yeah, 70. 70. 70 I hate that so. guy, too. <laughs> but, yeah, so... I think you could label it as the quantum realm, the time works differently. If you're in there, time just moves slower. And it's I a think, catch-all. Yeah. <laughs> and because, you know, you're considered at such a small level, you're not considered a life form. So the snap wouldn't necessarily hit you yeah, yeah. because you're smaller than what's considered a life form. And it's just, it works out differently when the rat, I guess, went over the thing or whatever and released him. <laughs> we, he just happened to go out that doorway at that certain time. And when they're going, doing the experiments... He keeps on walking out the door, but he keeps on aging differently because he keeps on going out different time. That's why they right. And, and I did Tony like Stark that. Out. Yeah, and I'm trying to process yeah. that in my brain as it happens. It's funny, but I still yeah. don't totally get the rules all, there. All Tony Stark figures out is the GPS, how to right. navigate yeah, through the yeah. quantum realm and how to exit out at the right time you're okay. supposed to. Right. Well, so Pink Pim does a lot of the legwork in figuring it out. Right. He's just able to nav- do a GPS GPS and navigate through the actual quantum okay, realm. Okay, well, th- thank you for explaining that to me because, honestly, it just seems like, oh, I was in here for five uh, five hours and I got out at five five years. If they didn't do the five and five, yeah. then it would made more. It, it would have been easier to, to understand because right. it just seemed like, oh, five hours equals five years. That's, right. that's how I interpreted it. They should have did like five hours and I got back like six years or yeah. or, or three years later. Then then it would have been easier for me to understand. But I just thought one hour equals one year. Or oh, okay. Yeah. I, it's it's Ant-Man 2 Scott Lang. So he might have just been like, I think it was five hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, that could be You know, too, yeah. it's just because yeah. he mentions it. It's just when you're in there, he just happened to exit the door 
at five years later. Yeah. He could have exited at three years, two years, or one year before, whatever it is. That but. doesn't even bother me as much as the time travel rules of yeah. like, if I take the stone, but bring the stone back to the exact moment I took it, everything's going to be fine. There are no alternate universes. And then they break that rule anyway. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I do so, want to touch on just one thing before we get too far into the time travel stuff. Um, the Iron Man scene where um, he comes back from the ship and he's really like disheveled, underweight, and he's really feisty to the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah. What so did you salty. make of that? So it's funny because he brings up the, um, what he talked about in Age of Ultron. Ultron yeah. You know, the, the, I was trying to fix say, it. The, the I was trying to put or, the thing around the, yeah, the, thing the, around yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah robot and, shield around the world. But it, it, like, and your precious freedoms exactly. like prevented me from doing it. Yeah, and it was interesting. Just, when, when he mentioned that, I was like, dude, you made Ultron and people died. They right. dropped yeah. a city. Again, like, bad judgment. Like, he still hasn't like, learned. I yeah. mean, that's showing yeah. us he still hasn't learned, right? I think he was just upset because he just lost Peter Parker and he almost So you know, traumatic. Died. The yeah. PTSD. And, and he looked rough. He yeah. was he rough. was skinny. And yep. so, you know. I, I, I just was, wanted to touch on that. that was an yeah. 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 Ultron would have worked. It failed that one time, but it eventually <laughs> would have worked. Like, <laughs> do, but, do oh, you, Would you be satisfied calling the series um, led by Captain America and Iron Man? Is that is that the through line that is the yeah. most consistent i i would say so yeah I mean, yeah in the juxtaposition i like to say that i went uh -huh. on this podcast all the time but of those two characters is it was it clean enough for you did you get what you wanted out of it i feel like it was yes now when it comes to iron man because of course at the end of the you know big fight scene he's able to snatch up all the infinity stones yes yeah and he's able to kind of get that hint from dr strange that he knows what he has to do yeah and, so, and, and again i hate dr strange but credit for that one moment the moment right before where he says yeah <laughs> i can't tell you what i can't to do. tell you because maybe it's not gonna work out exactly and then the moment yeah. after when he holds the one finger up all right that's the one good thing you did with your hands benedict cumberbatch yeah you know, i enjoyed it. <laughs> no that, that was that was great <laughs> so, yeah no i enjoyed it you get you get what you wanted out of it that, so, that was worth the two hours i sat through dr strange <laughs> <laughs> so with Tony Stark, he had that gauntlet, or I call it the Iron Gauntlet. If okay. you guys are okay, they yeah, so yeah, he, that's he, good. yeah, so he had the Iron Gauntlet. He had all six stones that Which he was able cool. to snatch up. Which looked cool. so sleek. Oh looking. yeah, it yeah, looked good. Really yeah, that. I really liked it. I really <laughs> liked it. And so, but he gets one snap. Iron Man or Tony Stark. You know, uh, let's just say he's the smartest person right now in the Marvel Universe. What else do you think he could have done with that snap, as in preserving himself? It's because his human yeah, body would have made choice. it. Yeah, I don't but know. Do you think he could have made a copy of himself somewhere else out there or <laughs> move his subconscious somewhere? You know, because he is the smartest man, his human body can't take it. But then again, you've got the, all the Infinity Stones and you can do anything you want. Yeah, yeah. And Maybe, maybe he did because at the end he's in shock. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. He doesn't and react. by the way, that's an important point because the actor Robert Downey Jr. was his choice. They had some lines written. He chose to say, "I don't want to say anything. Yeah. I want to go out quietly." And I think it's more moving that yeah, way. Yeah, it is. Actually, yeah, because so. he's always talking. And to everyone him. is <laughs> everyone is saying the words for him. They're trying to get his attention. emotional <laughs> moments with yeah. Rowdy, with uh, Peter Parker, with Pepper Potts. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's a mouthful. Do you want right? to hear my little theory about it? <laughs> so. Iron Man, right? Or you rewrite the scene, right? Okay. He says, I am Iron Man. He snaps it. None of Thanos' soldiers go away. You have Don Cheeto's route or uh, Rhodey turns back into Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, and just like, it was oh, worth man. it. It was worth it. You know, everyone else, you know, Thanos doesn't go away. He uses all the Infinity Stones gauntlet just to bring back. Again, Terrence Tony Stark Howard. has proven such poor judgment. I wouldn't even be that shocked by it. What if, what if his subconscious is in a machine? 
Like he, That's what I think. Listen, they've done that in the comics, th- too. Th- think yeah. about Star Wars, the Force Ghost. This could be the Force Ghost for Marvel, right? I mm-hmm. feel like if we see anybody come back, it'll be him doing something like that mm. for maybe his daughter who will don a suit at some point or something like that. Oh, yeah. and when Pepper, Pepper Potts came in in her- With the suit on. Oh, suit. yeah. That looked great. Yeah, it looks good. And, and yeah. earlier, awesome. because we glossed over a little bit, five-year jump, Iron Man has a family. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he has a daughter, and the daughter's like five years old. Yeah. And she picks up the mask, and she's like, what's this? Like, why are you going through the garage? That's for your mom. I built it for her. And it's an Iron Man mask. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But it's yeah. also like fan service, like to the highest degree. Yeah, definitely degree. Yeah. nods to the, <laughs> yeah. to the community. I'm fine with it. So. <laughs> Me too. I was fine with it too. I'm and, and again, it. It, the point there is that Tony Stark is now the only member of the Avengers that has moved on and has something to lose by right. going back in time uh, or in changing this thing. And that is, you feel it when you watch mm-hmm. the movie. Like, he kind of doesn't want to win because well, he's found peace now after the snap. Yeah, yeah. He does want to move on, but then they decide with this plan that they're going to do that they don't change anything within the past five years. They just bring everyone back right. at that moment when uh, right. Professor Which I Hulk love, gets the gauntlet, the I Iron Gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, how'd you guys like that scene, by the way, when Professor Hulk gets the Iron Gauntlet and he's able to do just one snap out of it? One thing know. I thought was interesting was, so it's a very small gl- glove, and yeah. then the Hulk says, oh, I gotta wear it. Then it just like, starts expanding, and I know uh-huh. it's nanotechnology, but the laws of physics still apply. They don't, you yeah, can't create matter out of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> does he snap it? I thought he doesn't snap it. No, uh, no he, he does. does, he, does, he, he, does. does. Able, he is able to snap it. And what um, happens? I forget. He brings back everybody. Yeah, he brings back everybody. Oh, so, that's who brings back everybody. Yeah. The Hulk snap. Yeah, the Hulk. So the Hulk snap okay, bring, brings back everybody. And then they get rained on with missiles yeah. to spaceships. Yeah. So okay, yeah, when, that makes sense. When I saw that scene, when the missiles came down, I thought Ant-Man died in that scene. I don't know if you guys... Uh, yeah, thought that too. Yeah, I was I like, so yeah. "Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. They just killed Ant Man." I thought at least then, somebody. That's died, how he's you know, gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. I, that would have been ballsy, but honestly, yeah. I'm. I know it's fan service, but I'm glad he lived through it. Me too. You know, yeah, I. You too. know, I really yeah. am. So, <laughs> oh man, I thought he died. He I was the, like, "Holy shit!" He like, had to punch that flying worm in the face, man. Yes, he did. <laughs> let's let's go backwards a little bit here. I, I, let's go back to the the breakup of the teams, which is probably the only way you could have written this movie. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. You gotta break them up. The idea is they go back in time. They have to. They figure out where all the time. Time stones are at certain spots their best opportunity to steal them right time yes, heist, yes. Right? oh yeah right? very yes. ant-man-ish to say time heist and then they break up into hawkeye and scarlet witch um it's iron man the hulk, uh, the hulk and captain america Canberra, yeah and then the what's the other team is um and it's nebula war machine so they go to these different places now the choice to go to vormir is hawkeye and scarlet johansson's yeah. Yeah, Black yeah. Widow. that's an interesting choice and immediately Everybody's thinking. Yeah, everyone okay, knew. Well, we know yeah, what, everyone we know what knew. Vormir is all about. Like, what, what's going to happen here? Uh-huh. Did you think? Were you satisfied how it went down? Mm. I mean, because that was pretty shocking to me. I, I didn't. I wouldn't have wrote it that way, and it was, it right. was weird. When when they first got there, and of course when they meet the Red Skull and everything, there he is with, with his floating with red, his guy. red Skull. <laughs> and why is his Red Skull so much bigger than when it was in uh, the first event? <laughs> his head got really big. He's well, on, because like, that's HDH the only thing that he has now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. The rest right. of his body went <laughs> into his head. <laughs> I do like later on when Hawkeye's like the, the the Red Skull floaty guy said like such and such. Like, yeah, you go talk to him. Yeah, right. You, you go, go talk, talk to, to him. Yeah. I like that dynamic as far as they're trying to figure out who's going to go in it, and they both want to make the self-sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. And a little Hawkeye's, bit dangerous yeah. because they're fighting on the edge. It's like, all right, well, maybe not both of you. Right. It's not going to work out, right? So, I well, mean, I was thinking in my head that, come on, he has a family. Yeah, that's, yeah. So. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't, yeah. Well, okay, that sounds terrible. Also, the, it's love like, they, the love they have for each other, credit to, like, he's got a family and a wife and kids and stuff, but it's like a platonic sort of 
love that is it's interesting. I always to thought dive his brother into. and sister kind yeah, of. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's the brother and sister. So, so. Yeah, not Jamie yeah, Lannister. No, I, I agree. But they have good chemistry. I, I'd love. I hope Hawkeye shows up in a prequel to the Black, yeah. and I'm sure he will. But, but I, I was still, I was still affected by it. And either way, if it was Hawkeye or whatever, I, I, it was, still would have hit me pretty hard. But I thinking back on Infinity War. That was such a crappy scene, though, with Gamora dying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because Gamora... But I, I'm, I'm Team Gamora. You're Team Nebula. No, so no, no. I was touched <laughs> by that moment. No. <laughs> okay, I was touched by her dying. I didn't think that that Thanos cared about her that much in mm-hmm. order for it to be a... Well, they a, earned it. They they spent a lot of time with Thanos' backstory and, and little Gamora. Like, I thought they earned it enough close yeah. enough yeah. i don't know man I, no, not enough for you i, I still felt All that right. it was a bit of a stretch so i got a couple of things on not that scene but the uh, whole soul stone soul stone arc i guess you could say where i was fine with when professor hulk was able to do the snap that he tried to bring her back yeah, yeah. But we, i like that yeah. he talks we, about it yeah it is we don't know if she did come back because she could still be on that trapped planet. in the soul stone yeah. it, was one of, it but, was one of the theories instead of time travel they were all going to go inside the soul stone yeah the soul stone out, but, so yeah. but I think I'm fine with her being gone through the soul stone because it shows that's how the soul stone works. You have to trade. And they a soul go for out of their soul. way yeah. and over and now, over again, basically to say you cannot come back from this. Yeah. So they make it definitive. So that's what I'm kind of wondering with Gamora, because at the end of this, you know, she's gone. But well, is she have, gone because of the soul stone? Because they have to put it all back in place. Right, but what we have is old so, or new Gamora from the new timeline yeah. is around, doesn't know Star Lord, where they get their funny moment. So this is like really mad, kind of grumpy Gamora. Mm-hmm. But I, but Star Lord's like, hey, you know, and she like kicks him in the nuts immediately. But I think uh, that's what Tyler was was getting yeah. at. That she's no longer there because she well again they're breaking sure. their own rules so, of the timelines yeah ha- that's one of the times that they break the rules so i'm not sure because i've heard i that's that was my first initial viewing when i saw it that's what i first thought is okay after the snap or after uh you know all thanos's you know armies go away once captain america puts the stones back in its place that's where they don't change anything from the past right. and you have to make that sacrifice of a soul for the soul stone but then I heard some reviewers, you know, or pretty much some people on YouTube saying, you know, she's not gone. She just dipped out of there because all of Thanos is, you know, That's forces are yeah, gone. She wasn't, yeah, but, she wasn't there at the very end. You know, this is the same thing in messiness of time travel. But also, you know, to get back onto Captain America, he stays. So yeah. He, yeah. he creates an alternate <laughs> so, term right. line. That is my whole line. point. Yeah. Is he cre- he so, definitely creates. Well, we'll get into so, that. that is, the, the thing at the is, end, of, what about Gamora is at the end when uh, Chris Helmsworth's Thor character mm-hmm. essentially joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And there's some nice witty banter between Star-Lord and him, who's <laughs> yeah, in charge. funny, yeah. Star-Lord on the screen is looking for Gamora. Right. So... I don't know exactly what it means, but I would assume Gamora is going to come back in Guardians Three. Yeah, it'll be the search for Gamora, probably. I mean, one is way or another. Thor going to be in Guardians Three? I might. hope he is because I, mean, I like I'm him. I'm fine with it. There is yeah, a comic yeah, version. Yeah, I did see too. this online. There is mm-hmm. as Guardians of the Galaxy, and I kind of like that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm fine because because Captain America chooses to stay. I think we're all in alternate timelines, and so which I'm fine with because I think Captain America he deserved that happy ending. You know, I was glad he was able um, to get that dance, and yeah, at yeah. least at least for me, I was glad he was able yeah. to get that dance. And I was finally loses virginity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My <laughs> guy doesn't talk like, about it yeah. immediately. Like Anthony Mack, he's like, "What's up, bro?" And he's like, ah, "I'm not going to talk about it." <laughs> oh man, so um, I'm kind of glad we're going to this alternate timeline because you know. As far as the, it gives you new things to kind of it, it gives you, it allows you it's a huge to cop readjust. out if you ever want to rewind yeah. and bring back Tony Stark you have, or Captain exactly. America or whatever. So. And you have you have more wiggle room, I guess, as far as writing in to bring in new characters, bring yeah, in new yeah. timeline stuff, and you know just that you have it open ended as far as like, well, what did Captain America do throughout all this time when he was you know 
just chilling with Agent Carter. By the way, how does he age? Because like he's not aging properly either, so the math on his age would be kind of odd. I think when does he go back? Does he go back to 1920, 1940? And if so, is he just watching World War II happen and not doing anything? Yeah, it's kind of weird because I hate the logic is kind of not sound. I hate that they established the rule that and you know, and it's not inference from the audience they actually say it in the movie they're like wait you're telling me that back to future rules are not correct or whatever you know both him bruce banner and nebula are in agreement and they're saying no it breaks apart once you change one thing it becomes an alternate universe and all that yada 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 so they make a very intense scene where they're explaining it for five minutes and then then they break the rules then they break the rules yeah, i know nebula it's, kills well, herself right. it doesn't yeah. make any sense yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah she should have disappeared like yeah. in back to the future yeah if if captain <laughs> so america is a bunch of bullshit like yeah, it doesn't if make captain any sense. america is, is there then that means she's supposed to be gone as it doesn't well. make any yeah. sense i think because thanos goes back to that portal back in time i think that's what messes everything up and it's already creating an right. alternate timeline because he goes back regardless they so, create a, yeah so at the end why bring back the stones at all if it doesn't matter? Yeah, I mean, I guess because, oh, because they need the time stone. The ancient oh, gotcha. one needs the time stone to protect right. their reality gotcha. and to make sure everything goes back into place. We'll just so, put that one back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'll just keep these other five. Yeah. You know? go, it's already <laughs> messed up. Go are. get vision. You know, go. <laughs> I'm sure Captain America's just like, I'll just stay here. Thanos already <laughs> fucked up the timeline, so I, whatever. Like, <laughs> There were a couple thoughts I had, and I, and I don't want to gloss over. The Scarlett Johansson is the one that sacrifices herself, yeah. not Hawkeye. And that's a that's a crazy choice, and, and I was pretty shocked by it. And I thought it was a good moment. Their chemistry is clear. Mm-hmm. It's really really interesting when that happens, and I was a little bit moved by it. Um, but at the end, when the Captain America thing happens, or he goes back to bring the stones and essentially makes the choice to stay in whatever year he's in and age to be old, when he doesn't come back after the five seconds, I thought he left the shield with a note somewhere, uh-huh. or I thought, oh, it's going to be a small Chris, Chris Evans, like who didn't get the serum or something mm-hmm. like that. And he's going to be out of the game. And then when they went with old man, Chris Evans, I was like, oh, I started to try to do the math in my head. And I'm like, I don't think this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think he just time traveled to that point, maybe because he has an old man. I mean, he, he lived out his life, I think, with Agent Carter. And then when that time came, because she does pass, uh, I believe in the Winter Soldier, she gets Alzheimer's and eventually and he can't she dies. Change that. Yeah. yeah, so he can't. He knows he can't change that. So I think he lives out his life. He and didn't then, just go to that bench at that age at that time. Yeah, because I he think, knew that was going to happen. I think he time traveled because he has you know the quantum. Okay, so and if he can get so, particles. he sat around while all this other stuff was happening and didn't do anything because well, he was out of the game. That's the thing, right? Would that be the logic? You don't know. know. I'm just a little yeah. confused by it because Captain America would be hard for him to sit on the sideline because because right? that logic. Because the thing is, is that. Talking about it in time, if we're going at it like that, any changes that he's going to make is going to be a ripple effect. You know, what is all, that? All yeah. I ever think about is The Simpsons where he squashes the bug. Yeah, and then, exactly. Like, goes yeah. back and yeah. his family has long tongues. Or what, what is he's that like, called? Yeah, the butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah, the butterfly, <laughs> butterfly effect. effect. So the butterfly effect. Or the Ashton so, Kutcher effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, oh, which, by the way, last episode I was wrong. Yeah, you're wrong about Ashton that. Kutcher, it was Keanu Reeves. So. I changed my Keanu, perspective yeah. on that. I would have been okay yeah. with. But the Ashton Kutcher one, I stand by my thoughts. Okay, but what I'm saying is, yeah, in order for this to have worked, if they're trying to make the argument that, oh, Captain America didn't change the timeline at all. He just went back in time and then he just didn't do anything, didn't affect right? the timeline. So that way that he can progress. So nothing will change. We assume but, he ages somewhat normally. Yeah, yeah. But 
but mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just saying is that no way he could have sat back and anything that he does exactly, would have been right. a butterfly effect and at that point alter the reality mm-hmm. and then make it something different. So there's no way that he could have been at that point. It's weird. It's a weird choice. Mm-hmm. But so let me ask you this: forget the time travel stuff. Let's just look at it with an open mind. Were you satisfied with the arc of Captain America? I was because I think he deserved that happy ending. And you know maybe he's the CEO they of Google do show in this alternate universe. Dancing, and so- beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was satisfied because you know he. If anyone deserves it, he does. And Captain America, he's was, one of my favorites. Was it Chris Evans boy. in makeup? Yeah, he was my. <laughs> yeah, boy it was too. Chris yeah, Evans. Yeah, in yeah makeup he looked pretty good. He looked pretty good to me. A yeah, little bit of CGI, so. I think, too. But I will it. say, so I'm so processing those... it. I think I'm okay with it, but I'm. It's unclear a little bit to me. I still have mm-hmm. thoughts on it. But I will say, we had those different teams trying to get the different stones. The best team was Tony Stark, the Hulk. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and Ant-Man they go back and... to Avengers One. Yeah, and yeah. I'm confused on like, is it all? Is it footage from Avengers One or? like are they replaying it because Captain America looked a little weird the Avengers 1 Captain America I do think it was footage then they mm-hmm. see a little cheat. bit of both yeah they see yeah. parts in it so that way from different angles I'm telling you that it's worth your price of admission for Captain versus Captain it's oh amazing. yeah that was great <laughs> uh-huh. and the Grillo elevator it's just amazing I, I thought, thought he was going to say before we get started does anybody want to get off yes yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to say too I thought they were going to replay that whole <laughs> fight scene you know which is? was great <laughs> a lot of the callbacks because there's a callback to the dark world also uh, these are Russo brother <laughs> movies or they are the Marcus or McFeely the writing team of this movie mm-hmm. they wrote those movies too it, they had the same people working on all these movies which when you think about other franchises like this it's amazing that Marvel was able to keep writers directors on the same right. throughput all the way through 11 years 22 movies it's, it's credit to them that alone is a cinematic achievement that is unlike anything we've ever seen yeah. so that mm-hmm. that story arc was good now I'd like to point out the real bad story arc of Nebula and War Machine going back and then all of a sudden Nebula is connected with his her on the same self. network yeah. that's what they say which yeah. I find is very had to, very dumb <laughs> I thought it was dumb too but you had to get Thanos back in the game I know so, but I don't yeah. know. it was, it was I just couldn't a think of a better hook. way to write it I yeah. get you it is a story hook and they yeah. were backed into a corner they didn't know what they were going to do and this was the cleanest and I'm putting that and in it's, quotes people yeah. the cleanest <laughs> yeah. way to do it it's like in the Martian where they said they got the storm it doesn't make sci- scientific sense but is there a better way to get them to you know what I mean it doesn't make a lot of sense it was weird to see a uh, bad Gamora again I've forgotten that she, I guess she was a bad guy at some point I kind of yeah. spaced it out so it was like jarring to see them like oh they're both bad guys fighting for Thanos right Right now it's kind of weird yeah mm-hmm. so it was weird they like automatically this scene goes out from her eye yeah and then okay i can understand How about the way thanos processes it too yeah he figured it out pretty quick yeah he's, he's a smart guy he's been yeah. around for a millennia or whatever yeah but what i'm saying is that okay so if he's on this network or whatever they make a point to jack her in every time. They take this right. long cord and they put it in the back of her head and they're like, run diagnostics, Matrix. <laughs> do a scan, yada, yada, yada. Why do they have to do that for the physical n- nebula at that yeah. point? But they're like, okay, now we're going to connect wirelessly to this other one. It, it's just such a big plot hole and I thought it was really dumb. One thing I will say is though, two nebulas, oh man, they could kill me anytime. <laughs> and then they tied her up. Nebula, you can do that to me. That's cool. <laughs> Hashtag creepy Ryan. All right. <laughs> I was going to say, credit to again, once again, Karen Gillum. They gave her so much to do. She is a huge part of this story. Yeah, man. She nailed it. I didn't really like her in the other movies that much, as I've pointed out before. See? Uh, she's great in this. And, it, you know, it's always great that Marvel can introduce a new character and how well that character can thrive in the universe. Just admit it, Nick. 
Nebula greater team than Gamora. Gamora. Hashtag Team Gamora. <laughs> team, hashtag Team Gamora. Team it's not even close. No, it's not even Nebula. close, man. Team Come on. Nebula. Hashtag Team Nebula. <laughs> oh, man. Join Garbage Boy in his quest for Team Nebula. <laughs> <laughs> now... That was a pretty emo- back on uh, kind of Thor with Fat Thor. Yeah, let's that get into it. Uh, yeah, yeah Chubby Thor. Let's yeah. get into that. Emotional Korg, moment Korg with his mom. shows up. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, Koi yeah. Korg, yeah. yeah. By the yeah. way, Renee Russo looks amazing. Uh, she's, I don't know how old she is, but she looks amazing. Uh-huh. Oh, she yeah. She looks exactly like she did in the original Thor. Yeah, so, so got emotional moment that he has with his mom. Oh, she immediately yes. knows and that's a different Thor, obviously. And, and again, <laughs> just to throw it out again, wouldn't that mess up the timeline to have that conversation and to take the hammer? That doesn't make any well, sense. Well, they put it back, too. I guess, yeah, because he does walk with the hammer. Yeah, he yeah, walks but, with the hammer. And, so. and how about Natalie Portman? A, a callback that yeah. nobody really saw coming. <laughs> she looks great, doesn't say a word, but shows up and I she was actually there. You know? Those were shot, those were already shot scenes that Are they you used sure? for. I don't know about I'm that. I'm pretty confident I, that's from Thor The Dark World. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And they had I'm to give sure. her credit for using those old scenes. Is that because right? when okay. Rocket Raccoon is, you know, get, getting ready to extract the stone out of her, you don't even see her. You just see someone just kind of walk out and he just kind of sneaks up behind her. She just doesn't say anything. Yeah, I want to say it's from I just think that they just right. CG'd yeah. and put everything yeah. in. I will say later on, and we so. see my, my buddy Robert Redford from The Winter Soldier. Oh, yes. And he's yep. definitely, because yeah. he got speaking lines, He they definitely reshot that. Yeah, they brought he him He looks in. freaking great, you know? <laughs> Robert Redford's got to be 80-something, you know? Unbelievable. But I, I don't forgive them what they did to Thor, man. Really, it's it seems was, like it's such a disgrace. Again, Fat <laughs> Thor? I was fine with Fat Thor. What, so. I, I think it's a natural arc for the character, yeah. and Marvel goes out of its way to show the trauma of all the events that have happened beforehand. Mm-hmm. Thor takes it in. He takes it in. The brother, the family, the Asgard. He failed with, you know, not going for the head. You know, then he kills Thanos for no reason takes in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, he takes his head yeah. finally. He's just, he's a broken man. And I thought no, it worked out. Okay. A little too much like Jeff and, Bridges and the dude, but, you know, and the Big Lebowski. But other than that, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I understand. He's good at comedy. I, Let him do comedy. <laughs> but, but if you're, you're telling me this and it sounds very sad, but they played it up like a comedy. That it was a lot of jokes in regards to that. The, the, but it's something you know really what it is? sad. It's, it's very it's, depressing. Yeah. It's textbook. People who are, uh, you know, smart and manic, they mask their sadness with, with comedy. And that's what he was doing. But I, I mean, they're playing Fortnite for Christ's sake. It's yeah. pretty fucking funny. No. And I, and I see the, the, the symbolism of him calling for the hammer and then he gets it and then he says I'm still worthy it's because all of this he doesn't know yeah he, or he feels, certainly thinks he's not he feels you know? that he lost it yeah. and I get that I understand it but I just think that man Thor he like for what he fought for how hard he fought what mm-hmm. he stood for and then all of a sudden this is what he's reduced to and it just seems so sad especially <laughs> where the he I was expecting that when he goes full God or whatever where he summons lightning that he would like you know like get more fit yeah I was just gonna fit. say was, was he ex- still chunky when yeah he, he was, was still he yeah, was, he was still with the beard and, and then and <laughs> it was weird <laughs> dad kind of made me feel like come on man I love Thor I thought he was so it, good the only thing I would say is like at the end when it's the three of them walking up to Thanos very near the final battle with them and they go kind of toe to toe it's Thor Captain America and Iron Man mm-hmm. based on Thor's arc probably didn't need to be there it should have probably just been captain america and iron man going toe-to-toe i think it should have been all three of them but because yeah it worked yeah. out fine and they, he, got, he got a couple blows in i there, think that's so. a callback from the very first avengers movie too right yeah, when yeah, they yeah, all meet yeah. in that forest or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's been so long since i've seen the first avengers oh, yeah. i watched it recently yeah. and i'm telling you it holds <laughs> yeah. up very very good movie oh, oh man, yeah, man very solid it's, it's in my top three <laughs> it's in my, it is in my top three also oh yeah i was fine with fat thor i mean 
And plus, just number that two. Whole... I have a number two. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record. Plus that whole fight scene with just all three of them against Thanos and yeah. just, you know. And the hammers when he's like, I, I, I'll, you take the small one, I take the big one. Yeah, like, that's yeah. amazing, right? <laughs> and it, it opened it up with him being there fighting against Thanos. It opened it up for Captain America yeah, to get the hammer. Exactly. And that's great. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, that that moment is incredible. It is one of the best moments in nerd cinema history. Yeah, and Unbelievable. I, I stand by my guns to saying best fight scene in, in the Marvel uh, Probably. Movies. There's some good fights in the Winter Soldier. That oh, I really yeah, like. yeah. Yeah, true. Short of that, um, I probably don't have With too much of an Different argument. level right here, I yeah, would say. Yeah, yeah, I like ground category. level fighting. Like, yeah, like, like yeah. Tyler, you know, Dare, Daredevil. Like, uh-huh. I like that ground level yeah. stuff. When it gets a little too CGI, I start to get a little goofy, but again, this movie does a good job. The you know, Russo brothers are good at this, and by the way, for them, take a breather. 2020, they have a, they have a, a PTSD soldier movie that a PTSD soldier becomes a bank robber with Tom Holland. Yes, I saw that. Uh-huh. Cherry, yeah, yeah. I think it's called Cherry. That's an interesting tr- change for them. I want to see other stuff from them now. I want to see what else they got going. So yeah. I, uh, I wanted the scale that was in Infinity or not Infinity War in Endgame to be in Civil War. That was my biggest gripe with Civil War. Yeah. I felt the scale was very small for what right. it was trying to to be. I thought and it lacked consequences. Yeah. That was my big when thing. when they fought in the airport. Like I was like, because. In the comic books, it's 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 a huge thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. huge thing. It's all the superheroes against each other, yeah. and then it just ended up being like a handful but, of superheroes. But in this, I thought it was very satisfying. They brought all these different people right. in, all these different cameos, and then it was a huge scale war yeah. against Thanos and his and his army and stuff like that. And that's what I wanted to see in Infinity War. And I'm glad that they did save it mm-hmm. for this movie because that's why it made and, more satisfying. And again, yeah. to, to the point that it's the Russo brothers and the writers and the through line, they knew at least right around Civil War, this is the direction they were going. So it makes logical mm-hmm. sense the way they built it up. And my point on Civil War and Winter soldier that they didn't have a lot of consequences nobody died rowdy you know hurts his legs or whatever but not enough to change the behavior of the characters they get to it with Mm -hmm. infinity and endgame so you know my point's not really valid anymore i think what really hampered (laughs) that (laughs) i think that really hampered like the civil war kind of big fight scene it's just they didn't have a whole lot of characters introduced at that time you know what i mean if that makes because yeah Civil War comics line it was hard to it was everybody yeah it was hard to argue that like again i thought introducing spider-man in that movie would be a a fail an epic fail in black panther too but they actually nail it both oh yeah they pull it off i agree i agree off well so but with that final scene, or sorry, that final like kind of fight scene, the epic battle, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I know what you mean, where you, if when you get the individual fighting, you know, it, that's when it really shines. shines when, it's, yeah, yeah. when it's that bigger kind of, you know, you look at it from afar. It's, it just reminds me of Return of the King, I guess you could say. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm fine with it because you get to see Ant-Man, you know, turn into Giant Man, you know, save Rocky Raccoon and Hulk. You have Hulk who's, you know, one arm in it right now. And, so, <laughs> and you know. It just I was gives it that sense it. of realism, like that you want from like the Dark Knight movies or something, because uh-huh. it gets so out there. We got space and and all sorts of nonsense, a lot of quips, a lot of comedy. You just want those individual moments of some realism. Mm-hmm. And I thought the Winter Soldier was the best at really capturing that. Can yeah. I bring up something real quick? We don't have to expound about it, but I'm certain that we would be remiss if we don't mention it. Tony Stark meeting his dad, and then oh, and then the Lo- great John Slattery from <laughs> Mad Men. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and looks great. Loki getting the Tesseract 
Kraken escaping. Yes, that's <laughs> right. right. We can talk that's about right. that. That yeah. is super oh, annoying. We don't have to expand on it. <laughs> yeah. I just want to mention it so that the audience there's, knows that we guys, acknowledged uh, it. <laughs> to our to our audience, there's so much that happens in this movie. Please yeah. forgive us if we forget something. Yeah, we're going to forget yeah. something. Um, we're like in an hour and yeah. 30 into this yeah, podcast right. already. We're already kind of <laughs> going it's, over. It's, re- so. it's, it's, it's rewatchability. Down the line, we'll probably have different thoughts on it. Maybe we'll right. revisit it at some point. Yeah, yeah. We can put it on your blog. Yeah. There's room. What was it? So with the Tesseract and Loki, I would say, I would just label that off as alternate timeline stuff. Yeah. Does he yeah. say a line? He doesn't but say anything, does no, he? No, he doesn't he says say something as Steve all. Rogers, yeah. but he doesn't say anything as Loki, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe so. So He's kind of annoyed by that. I, I'm fine with that branching off to the alternate timeline. And I like that scene with Tony Stark where he talks with, you know, he has a talk with I liked his it a lot. Father, and, so. and, and you know what that's all about? Tony has this evolution of a character, and this is really a love letter to Tony more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Captain America obviously gets his due, but he has the fatherly stuff with Peter Parker in the Civil War yeah, and the Homecoming yeah. movie, and then he has his own kid. So, like, it's natural for this to happen where he's like, Dad, I turned out all right. You know, like, hang in there or whatever. Like, I think it was a really important moment based on the what happens at the end of the movie. Mm. So I like that it was in there. I was fine that we spent a couple extra minutes on it. I thought it was relevant to mm-hmm. the Tony Stark character, especially now that presumably we're not going to have him anymore. So it makes sense. No, yeah. And uh, again, it's that tying up these storylines with a nice little bow. Right. Tony Stark mm-hmm. gets affirmation from his dad and, you know, he makes a family and then he has ultimately completed you know and how about the Jarvis as the as the driver oh yeah I like that moment too right pretty cool (laughs) and then from uh, Agent Carter or whatever that is and and, you know it's just a little bit of foreshadowing and Steve Rogers too he ties up his storyline and you Mm -hmm. know they wanted to send him off in this manner that is respectable to their character and I I like that there's so uh, it really can't we've already said it and I've said it I'll say it just one more time credit to them it's 22 movies 11 years for them to actually get to this end game and wrap it up as well as they did obviously there's problems mm-hmm. but as well as they did it's it's a it's a cinematic achievement you know even just by comparison to oh boy the other failed universes think about the dark knight everybody loves the dark knight movies there's only three of those yeah there's 22 of these things yeah. unbelievable mm-hmm. how they were able to pull it off yeah you're absolutely right right there but, and Real quick, how did you guys feel about Falcon taking on that role of Captain yeah, America? Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. it. So yeah, the, there's I, a choice there and uh-huh. a clear choice, and 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 um, uh, Steve Rogers couldn't be more clear about it. He basically says, "That's why I chose you." Yeah, <laughs> interesting that they went that way. Was anybody disappointed there? I wasn't. I knew it was gonna be between Bucky or Falcon. Of most people, and yeah. I in the was comics, fine that, with it. That, that's true to the comics, right? Yeah. yeah usually, okay. Falcon is the one who gets it too. Yeah. So. I was. Hoping, I wanted it to be Falcon. I was hoping it was going to be Bucky, actually, I, because Bucky's already a character. Yeah, no, he is already think. a character. He's the White Wolf, I guess, in a, in a weird way. So the but. thing is, what I and people may hate me on this, and I don't know. So when Doctor Strange was bringing all these people back in, and then you know you see these portals opening, and then different pretty characters cool. pretty coming cool out, moment, yeah. yeah, and then everyone was like, "Oh yeah, woo, yeah. Valkyrie or whatever," yeah. and all these people showing up, and then when Falcon showed up, Baku. no one. <laughs> No, like not as much as all the other people. Not Uh really people were like, yeah, Falcon. And... Well, you know what was cool about that was you got the moment where he hears him in his uh, Captain America headset or yeah, yeah. on your left or whatever. That's a yeah, cool moment. Yeah. I think because he was already foreshadowed. And I like I didn't get the crowd. I like his character, but I just feel that they didn't really build him up. Like it, it sucks that and a lot of people complain about this or a lot of people have said things about that. These people that don't have superhuman abilities, they kind of That's are the like one thing, yeah. they're kind of overshadowed by them. So in order for Hawkeye and Black Widow to to stay on par with him, 
Marvel has done a lot to kind of boost them up, you know, give mm-hmm. them their own storylines, do different things with them. But with Falcon, they didn't really do that with him. Right. And he is just a normal person with a suit. Yeah, he's a great pilot. Yeah, he's a good... He's I hate good it at- when he got beat up in Ant-Man. That yeah. Really oh. me. <laughs> I, was I was like, come on, it, man. So. Yeah. What a raw deal that well, is. <laughs> yeah, but he's he, and he's good with combat and all that, and I agree with that. But he's definitely overshadowed by all the superhuman yeah. superheroes. And they didn't give him enough due, in my personal opinion. Now, so that's why possibly. I didn't really care too much about him. But, but I, it's also about character, right? Yeah, Captain America's about character, yeah. right? So, that's what I was going to say. It's more of that moral standpoint, too, as well, where not just Don in the Shield of being, you know, superhuman or whatever, but also that moral standpoint of taking that ground, too. And, and even when he says, what does he say when he takes the shield? like, oh, I hope I'm worthy enough to yeah, carry it. He's like, that's, that's why, why I chose that's why you. I chose which you. I like that. So, that was enough. I agree with that as a standpoint of mm-hmm. a character. But I'm just saying that Bucky had more build up you know right. they really cultivated his character more than they did with falcon so and it's nothing against falcon i think he's a great character and i and having him be captain america mm-hmm. is great but i just felt in the marvel cinematic universe if they gave it to bucky i would have been more happy. we also we also don't know where it's going and i think that mm-hmm. anthony mackie is a very good actor i think he could carry a movie yeah. maybe you would have to put a couple other avengers in there but you know, between the two of them, I, I kind of think that he could he could he could get an yeah. audience and carry now, a movie. You're right, Ryan, about kind of being just kind of brushed off a little bit of his character himself. But with that phase or ending phase three going to phase four, Correct, yeah. um, there is actually the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It looks like they're going to be getting a movie too. Oh, is that well. right? Yeah, I didn't so, see that. So okay, it looks like, like that. that's some time to kind of flush out. And they'll both share the shield a little bit. Yeah, in a couple exactly. Scenes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, and, cool. So. And I, I will look forward to that. That that sounds great. Again, Captain America, and one no, of my no, top favorites. Yeah, no dish to Sebastian Stan. Also, he's great. In the Tanya Harding movie, by the way, if anybody, I Tanya. <laughs> oh yes, check, yeah, he's, he's I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's good performance. But but I think they they have a good chemistry, and and I I like to see that. I'm looking forward to that also. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, God, a lot that happens in this movie. Have we yeah, have so we much. covered everything? Let's, or is, well, let's, probably just, not, man. Yeah, to, probably just, not. We got to spend a couple minutes before we start wrapping up shop on Iron Man. Yeah. So we asked the question for Captain America. Let's ask it for Iron Man. Was it a satisfying conclusion to the Iron Man saga? Mm. I am Iron Man. Yeah, I would say so. I think so. Yeah. Because he's a anti-hero. He's a broken superhero. You know, he's not uh, a He's also scout. a risk taker. And at yeah. some point, he was going to run out of luck on that. But and, I, and so, you know, I thought it was fitting. But but way. the biggest thing... He looked rough, The biggest the thing but about... After the snap, it was shocking how rough they made him look. But the biggest thing about Iron Man is that he is an anti-hero. You know, he has his flaws as a character, Mm -hmm. but he's working to save the world. And I feel that it was very satisfying because this is a moment where he sacrifices himself. Because a lot of the time he thinks about himself through a lot of these things. You know, what he wants to do, what his goals are, and and what he can do for the world. It's all about him. It's very narcissistic in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. And I think... You know, I read an EW piece recently with Robert Downey Jr. where he kind of pulls back from like, it's just a character, guys. This isn't me, the actor, Mm -hmm. as Tony Stark. But he brought something to Tony Stark with his baggage, his fight with addiction as a real person. And and the struggle, like he gave it an edge that I'm not sure. Like Sam Rockwell was almost going to be Iron Man. That would have been kind of cool. But I think he did something that like nobody else probably could have done. And that was part of the reason why he was chosen. Favreau chose him as Iron Man. They were having trouble because they couldn't insure him for certain movies. Like he did Kiss Kiss. 
Kiss Bang Bang. Yes, And he yes, got some credit yeah. for that. So then they got him. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane Black, right? Yeah, Shane movie. Black, yeah. So, but then he does this, and Favreau, who's a friend of his, took a chance on him, and the rest is history, man. So Can we mention this also? Our favorite actors of Talking Flick, they almost became Iron Man. It was... Uh, Tom Cruise and Nicholas Cage. Tom Cruise and Nicholas <laughs> Cage. Oh, yeah. They almost became Iron Man. <laughs> You're welcome, America. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> man, again, Nicholas Cage... I'm going to steal the power stone. <laughs> I would have loved to see him go crazy as Iron Man. <laughs> no, no. This whole thing would have gone down. Not the stones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, again, I was satisfied with how it ended with Tony Stark. Uh, you know, I was a, more Captain America than I am Iron Man, but fitting for both of them. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It concludes yeah. their storyline. justice. Do we want to see either one return? Oh, that's a rough one. I know it's early in the I game, mean, so we should process for a little while. But I think they leave it open if they 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 can work them, it. Really. They can work it yeah, out. Yeah, they, they can work it out. Yeah. Shit, they can do all sorts of stuff yeah. now. At the time they can work it out. As but. fans, I as a fan right now, coming off of that Marvel high, I'm like, yes, I want to see more of it. Uh-huh. But in the grand scope of things, honestly, yeah, they probably should let it die yeah. and then build other superheroes. You know, that's one thing. Also, I don't know what they're gonna do with Cap- Captain Marvel. I I was yeah, really we, disappointed. I with, was disa- she was the one character that really let me. Yeah, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was really disappointed with her performance. Like you know, not her performance, but just her incorporation in the. But story. to Tyler's point, that they filmed it before Captain Marvel yeah. actually makes more sense to yeah, me now. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's just the flush out thing, and yeah. really because with a lot of those other characters, I mean. What are some of the new ones? We got Black Panther. I can't remember her name. The Walking Dead. Um, Shuri. Michonne, I believe. I think it's Shuri and then whatever, you know, part of the guard. But we saw them in earlier movies. It's just, you know, but these, it's a last minute thing. Yeah. yeah but and, within these two movies, though, see, watching Black Panther on uh, Infinity War and Endgame, uh, watching Doctor Strange in Infinity and Endgame, it got me excited to see what they're going to do with them. Mm-hmm. Seeing Captain Marvel on there. I don't care. If they yeah. come out with another movie, I'm like, eh, whatever. It's Captain Marvel. I saw the first one and right. it was good. But I was hoping that it would have, just like introducing Spider-Man in Civil War, mm-hmm. it hooks you. It makes you think, oh, this guy coming in, I would love to see a, a him in a movie. I didn't get that same feeling with, with Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think with her character, it's just only time is going to tell whether or not. I mean... Any movie she's going to be in there, it's probably going to make a lot of money unless each movie consistently just keeps on being, you know, getting worse or below average. Then eventually, you know, at one point fans are going to say, you know, it's just not good. We're not going to go out there. Money's going to speak for itself. Producer Ryan had brought up that they were really putting all their eggs in one basket with Captain Marvel. And she was obviously going to be the natural mantle taker of Tony Stark. That's what I thought. Or Captain America. It didn't. It certainly didn't lead up to that at the yeah, end of this movie. Yeah. Like she can't run that team. It doesn't seem like it yeah. anyway. But maybe that's leaving her room to grow in the future. Also, yeah. Right. Even even at that time during the five year period where everyone was away, it seemed like Black Widow was doing most of the. Right. She was running the, the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, and yeah, I was going to bring up that point earlier when we talk about her death. That she also looked really broken in some of those little scenes. Oh yeah, where she's leading the team, but she's so distant about it. Mm-hmm. You could see like sh- this is her purpose. You know, like. When she get finally gets to the Soul Stone sacrifice, it made sense for that character. That's why yeah. I was kind of okay with it. But it was emotional. How about anybody anybody tear up at all? Any points in the movie? Uh, Thor and his mom. That was really sad wow. for me. I okay, was like, sure. wow. That was <laughs> nah, it Tony was, Stark and his dad. Tony uh, Stark and his dad is a good moment. Yeah. I wasn't crying. I was sweating too much. <laughs> no, gotcha. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> there's, no, there's no shame on talking flick. I just wanted to ask the question. I, I didn't tear up really, but I was moved by the a couple yeah, of moments. No, in the movie. It was very touching. Yeah. There was a lot of drama. 
blah. And again, at one point, everyone in the movie cried. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it was very human for Pepper Potts to say, we're going to be okay. Yeah. It's such a natural yeah. thing to, for people to say. So I thought that was a really good choice God, by the writers. Just a lot of, a lot of emotional yeah. stuff in yeah. this yeah. movie. Yeah. So. Yep. You feel winded when it's over. Yeah. You definitely yeah. do. <laughs> you know, it's funny because it's three hours long, but it doesn't feel it. I don't know if you guys at any point felt like, I said like, at the beginning, hey, yeah. I, didn't, long, I thought but... it, the pacing is, so, it was actually, I wanted it to slow down a little bit. Oh, really? Okay. So I could have taken 320 or 330. Um, but there's also stuff we could have taken out. Again, I, I don't want to complain too much about it, but the epic battle scene with the Chitari and the uh, Ebony Maw and the mm -hmm. bad guys from the Infinity like none of them really do much. So I didn't totally get why we needed this epic thing again. We could have just had Thanos, everybody show up, and it was enough to, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was a little bit too much. Uh, they needed it to yeah. for the culmination, for the climax. It's ending this 22 year or 22 movie. Yeah arc uh -huh. so they had to do it but for me with the three hour thing at two hours i was looking at my watch like, oh really to be, okay. to be completely honest <laughs> but then again i'm very impatient when i watch movies i like <laughs> to know how much longer i have and then i kind of estimate where the climax is going to be and that's me i know i'm a terrible movie watcher but <laughs> i was trying to think how they would wrap it up i know right around like uh the ancient one the tilda swinton callback I was wondering, like, well, where's this going? Where's this going? But I never really thought it's taking too long. Yeah. In fact, things were happening. By the time you get to, like, the hammer rolling around with Captain America, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, slow down, because I don't want to get there, you know? I don't want to know what happens exactly. You know, <laughs> when she does that and knocks Bruce Banner cool out of moment. the body, it was a cool moment, and I thought that it was going to lead into two, them two separating. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, I, thought, I, yeah. thought that too. I thought Hulk was going to wake up. Yeah. And, like <laughs> and then he would have escaped, and then that would have started off this whole arc of Bruce Banner becoming obsessed with the Which Hulk. Which would have made sense to me. I think that was a natural way to go. Let's talk about the funeral scene. So Tony Stark, mm -hmm. you know, bites it after he... He's a human being after all. No suit's going to save him from the snap and the power of the gauntlet. He passes away and then there's that funeral scene. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how many people are there attending. Yeah, yeah. And the one that they linger on is that kid. Yeah. That's the kid from Iron Man 3. It is, yeah. And oh. I think everyone's a little confused on it, but it's a cool moment that uh -huh. another just little nod to the fans. I was I was wondering that too when I saw I was like who is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I want to see some more of him maybe he ends up being Iron Man or something too you like take you on the man yeah, yeah, someone, he's a smart guy someone's gonna, gonna be Iron Man someone's yeah. gonna be it yeah, but, but again so. we see Nick Fury there we see Captain Marvel there it was a cool scene sometimes I think about like how they got it wrong with uh, when Superman dies in, in BBS yeah um, and how they could have had the Superman movie with Michael Keaton's Batman at the funeral for Superman. This was a they nailed it. This was pretty good the way the way it all went down. Mm -hmm. And shouts to the music in this movie. The score is very well done. There's a couple moments where it's a little too high, a little too low, but it's all the scores from the different movies coming together. Very very well done. Alan Silvestri did a good job putting it all together. You know, I really wish even before. Uh, they closed this story arc with Iron Man. I really wish that they did the thing in the comic book where Iron Man goes to the Forge, the Asgardian Forge, uh -huh. um, that where they made Mjolnir and stuff like that. And then he makes his armor at the Forge, and uh, then he has this. I thought we were gonna get a callback to that. Yeah, yeah. surprising they didn't go back. I was, I was, for it. I was hoping for them to do that at some uh -huh. point within this universe, but it's not gonna happen anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I thought it was such a cool thing that. Tony Stark's epic uh, like suit of, of technology uh -huh. becomes infused with like magic. magic. Yeah. That would be dope. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys and your magic. God damn it. Keep it going. <laughs> what about the Iron Spider stuff? Everybody's okay with that? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that, that was, was good. dope. That was good. That was how, cool. how about yeah. Happy sitting with um, uh, 
Tony Stark's daughter, Morgan. Morgan. I think, yeah, yeah, Morgan is right. Uh, yeah. At the funeral, it was interesting, right? With the so we're, we're gonna keep ha- happy, happy Hogan around, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a yeah. lot of credit goes to John Favreau too, because he started Iron Man, and that mm-hmm. was the, you know he it was it was a tough movie to pull off, right? He cast Robert Downey Jr. Uh, the writing was interesting in that movie, so credit to John Favreau. Hope he sticks around. So. All right, guys. Do you have any final thoughts on this movie before we move into ratings? I know it's been a lot to cover. My butt's getting sore. (laughs) Well, like I said, maybe someday we'll revisit it. Yeah. So, I mean, with me, I know these movies aren't perfect. It's just, God, you know, 11 years in the making. 11 years? Yeah. 11 years in the making. 11 years in the making. Yep. And I think that's why I can let go of the time travel stuff. I think that's why I can let go of the Professor Hulk, some of these characters being yeah, played down a little bit yeah. from the comics, just because they've never really been always true, true to form with the comics. So that makes sense. They've always had to kind of pave their own way because there is that gap between, you know, of course, writing something in the comics, you know, with graphic novels and your actual live action that you're trying to film. So. I know I still have the Marvel fanboy goggles on. Um, I I know I do. You know, it's just how it is. I want to watch it again. But for my rating, I would give this a nine and a half Iron Gauntlets out of ten. Wow. It's just I really have those on. I know there's mistakes with it. I know it's not perfect, guys. I know there's a lot of you know How, nitpicking with it, it but early, it's just is it too early to ask you where it ranks in the Mar- in the Marvel universe in the MCU? Probably number one. Wow! Wow! Me, yeah, really? I know. Okay, I, know. I would. I need to rewatch it again in a couple weeks to kind of reevaluate where I'm at. But right now, it's just. All the years in the making, and like you said, Nick, this is something that nobody's really ever right. been to accomplish yeah. all these yeah. 22 movies, I think you said. The pedigree. And if you told me 20 years ago, I wouldn't believe you that yeah. they would have been able to pull and it off. It's just, I know I've got the goggles on right now, and I don't think I ever want to take them off, but it's just, <laughs> right. I can let a lot of that stuff go just because of how much fun I had watching this movie, and, you know... Overall, I had a blast, and it just came to a nice, good full circle. Mm. So, okay, yeah, I'm sure. That's pretty high. I know, I know, I know. That's a, <laughs> all right, producer. That's Ryan. an A. Yeah, that's an A. So, <laughs> so pick up the hammer. <laughs> so, thinking about it, I really wanted to go with a critic's eye, and I, I didn't want to have like this dour mood going into Marvel movies because I feel like I have that where I try to nitpick and I try to see all the plot holes and all. I want you to have things. more of that. I, I'm pushing that on you. <laughs> Less magic, more criticism. I'll no. never change. <laughs> but, I, you know, I, I like to think that I have a pretty good eye for movie, for cinematography, for plot development and story hooks and stuff like that. And it was a really good movie for what it is. The pedigree behind it really speaks volumes. And I did enjoy it. I was hovering around a, a seven and a half to eight. Originally, but then like with us talking about it, being able to gloss over like all the faults of the movie Mm -hmm. and really seeing for what it's worth. It was a fun ride and I I paid $28 for two tickets and I don't care about it. It was a good night out. It was three hours, but I really enjoyed myself for those three hours. So honestly, I think I have to bump it up to an 8.5. Wow. Eight and a half. Yeah. All right. So I went from a seven (laughs) to an eight and a half. So eight and a half shot nebulas or eight and a half uh, old nebulas? (laughs) Eight and a half nebulas. Double. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Jesus. Man. If... This man nebula, you know what? Actually, <laughs> it's a because, cry for help. <laughs> I, I think because I gave it an eight and a half because of Nebula. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Nebula. Yeah, yeah all right. right, that makes sense. I'm gonna throw a little cold water on it, uh, as oh, usual. Here it comes. It's all right. Well, here's it's what right. I'm gonna say. 
I'm so proud of what they were able to achieve here. And as just a fan of movies, forget comics, as a fan of movies, what they've done, they've propped up the movie industry on their shoulders, basically, with all these movies. So many of these have crossed the billion dollar threshold. This probably make two billion, maybe two and a half. We don't really know yet. Yeah. It's too hard to say. But I'm not going to forgive it for some of the flaws that it had. And I'm not totally going to forgive it for an ending that I liked a lot, but I thought, maybe didn't service me and what how I saw Captain America and Tony Stark. But what about the nerdgasm? Right, and I had the nerdgasm, so like obviously it affected me. Now what I'll say is my, you know, the blog's all about realwatchability.com, right? It's going to take time. I've got to see it and and revisit it a few times before it really settles in. Okay. How rewatchable is this movie is what I want to know down the line. What I will say is I'm giving it a six and a half, and it sounds like a rub, right? Most of these Marvel movies are in the five and a half to six and a half range. My favorite one, number one, is The Winter Soldier, six and a half. Number two, Avengers, six and a half. And that's a pretty good score for me. It's out of 10, and I'm a tough grader. Mm. Number three, Endgame. So I want to give it its due. It's a top three, and I really like it. And right out the door, there's room to grow. I was so close to giving it that seven. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't give it to some of like the time travel goofiness and Professor Hulk and some of the weirdness that really bothered me. I couldn't quite get there, but perhaps in reviewing it, I might get there. So we need to, we really need to clarify this for the audience. So the way that I view my scale is kind of like grades, like 90 and, and, and to 100 is A and an 80s B, C, yeah, it's like that. Nick, your grade is different. It's pretty skewed, and, yeah. yeah. And uh, Tyler, is yours the same as mine? Uh, pretty much the same as yours. Okay. More, more yeah. emotional You guys go more fan grade. Yeah, and, so. and again, okay. Tyler has already so, said, and I give him credit for it, it's emotional impact, mm, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I was just grading it on emotional impact, it'd probably be an eight or an eight and a half mm-hmm. for me too. But what it is, it's, it is, does this movie matter five years from now, 10 years mm. from now? You know, I got a so little bit more- So it's standing in time yeah. overall. And, and, yeah. and mine is a one through 10 scale. Anything five or below, you can miss it. Anything five, five and a half and up, you start to get into, uh, you can watch it. You should watch it at some point. Six, six and a half, you're getting into must-see territory. Okay. And then when you start to get into the eights, the eights and a half, you're talking about all time. So, mm. you know, there's only two tens ever in, in my universe of criticism. Can you can you tell us those right now? So that you way should go to realwatchability.com, <laughs> but I will tell you my two tens just because of you guys. Number one, Field of Dreams is a 10. Okay, okay. all uh, right. Number two, Shawshank Redemption, which is why it's called the Shawshank Scale. Oh, okay. That's it. Everything <laughs> else the is nine and a half. <laughs> there's a lot. There's quite a bit of nines. There's some eight and a halves. There's a bunch of eights. And then then you start to get into like a lot of sevens. Okay. Seven and a half, seven. All right. So for audience, if you're ever confused, this is the reference point that we're going right. to give it to you. There you go. <laughs> six, six and above, you have to watch it at some point. Six and a half starts to turn into must-see territory okay. for me anyway. So, and, and again, all of these Marvel movies had flaws to me. Do you Every have a single one? one of them. Do you have a one? Like a like I you know what I it is when it, when it, yeah I don't have a lot of five and belows because I put them in the disappointments list. Oh, so, yeah. so, like, so pretty Anything much all the Jurassic Park movies are in the disappointments. <laughs> yeah. so I just put them in the bucket because I don't want to I don't want to tear them down too bad. Well, you you should do that because I I would again, be interested well, to know what a the lowest one ranking is. Marvel movies Age of Ultron at five and a half. So again, we watchable at some point you should probably get to it. I don't mm-hmm. want to tell you to not watch it, but it's it's near the disappointment zone. Okay, you know? yeah. all right, all right. 
All right, so I think we're ready to move on to our next segment. We've got mail. So we got an email oh, I'm here. scared. <laughs> and same thing, guys. If you want to email us or chat us a question, fan theories, whatever you want to do, you can reach us, talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. Or flick underscore talking at Twitter. So that seems to be where we're the most active at. So uh, I got an email here. So now that Endgame is over and Spider-Man uh, Far From Home is the last movie of Phase 3, what future Marvel comic storylines would you like to see done, and what characters would you like to see added? From I Love You 3000. I Love You 3000. Oh. Yeah, I like it. Very good. Listen, thank you for the question, and this is an important question because, again, we mentioned no post credit scene here. Where is this going? What happens next? Like I said, I'm I'm proud of what they've done, and I'd really appreciate a breather now. Mm-hmm. Now we know we got a Spider-Man movie coming. You'd mentioned some of the other movies that are coming, right? But what do we want to see? Do we want who's the big bad? Is it going to be Galactus, Fantastic Four? Are we going to get Doctor Doom? You want the X-Men? What does come next? I, I don't know exactly where to go after this. So I've heard theories. I don't know if it's confirmed yet that Secret Wars is going to be the next thing. Okay. So all right. Yeah. So that that's, could work. That's what I've heard, but um, I'm not too sure what they're going to do. I would like. I know it makes sense for them to do some breathing room, but they're not going to do that because yeah. it's just yeah, it's too much so money. much money. It makes money, and you know, you just had a big finale after you know eleven if, years. They got to keep it going. So it's not directly related to the question, but it's somewhat relevant. Um, if they mess it up and they make five bad ones in a row, is that going to tarnish the legacy of these one through twenty-two, phase one through three, or whatever? I don't think, I don't think it'll so. tarnish those yeah, ones, I don't think so either, but it'll so. probably hurt the fans as far as like what they believe. You know, it'll turn into Fox. Do, it'll turn into so you know yeah, Sony's. Yeah. You know, but so would you rather? see the x-men or fantastic four next x-men i'm a big x-men guy so i would yeah probably x-men also yeah Yeah, the weird thing about that that is i was thinking about this i I vote fantastic four you know (laughs) because i'm an old man but what i would say is the x-men have all this stuff with like the political stuff that goes on with the Mm x-men and now that you have all these like superheroes running around it seems like that's not wouldn't be as relevant anymore so i don't know how to properly introduce them into this particular universe well we got an alternate timeline going on so (laughs) perhaps maybe that's the way to go you know we we do have that Everybody wants I mean, to see Zac Efron Wolverine, but well, uh, the, they got to think it out. They got to figure it out. The thing mm-hmm. about the X-Men outside of all the, of this universe is that there's superhumans or like, you know, there's mutants that use the power for bad also. And that's yeah, so there's why all those like racist undertones. Yeah. Yeah. Fitting into society. Yeah. But it, it, people are afraid because there's people that can do good with their powers and people can do bad with their powers. But the world and, has seen so much. Mm-hmm. It seems like, but, not gonna care it, but in the, well, in the Avengers universe, they don't really show bad people. They show more good people right. it would doing be a darker tones. Yeah, that what you're looking at? yeah, and and that's why that's why I think it would be weird to introduce X Men now, or yeah, or it would weird. have to be isolated in in regards to like oh all this stuff is happening within the Avengers universe or mm-hmm. whatever and on across the globe or whatever, but all the mutants, they're still going through persecution on this side of the yeah. nation. Could be, could be. I don't know. Now we're post-snap too. Yeah. So yeah. A lot, most of the world has lived through five years of post-snap, which is kind of weird. I think if you're keeping it the same tone, the same sort of light Marvel tone with the quips and the comedy, Fantastic Four fits in pretty good here. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, well, so. look at it this way. So in the big world that we are, like... Uh, there are areas where, like, you know, people are more progressive, you know, they're not 
like they're not as racist or something. And there's other parts of the world where it's very like it's it's very prominent. I would think after like half, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah. I would think after the world, fifty percent of the people turn to dust. It's that it, we've moved on. Maybe we made some progress there, yeah. but, but perhaps I, not. I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying. Maybe I'm giving human beings yeah. too much credit. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying not. in the world right. in the world today, there's isolated areas sure. where they have mm. these uh, like segregations, and I would think that's the only way not not American, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's ways to do it. You know, as far as introducing the X-Men and mutants in there, they could be underground this whole time. And a lot of the Avengers, you know, those are people who were given powers through, you know, science or some sort of freak accident, not so much born with it. And then you have to keep in mind with a lot of these mutants, because they're born with these powers and they usually get activated early, that's what makes them so dangerous because they're living bombs, you know, at age eight, at age nine. So... You know, the writers, they can figure out ways to introduce them. You could say House of M has already happened. That's why they haven't been introduced because the mutant population is already so low and they're all in hiding. Um, you know, if I've they're going to go dark, I'd like them to ease into it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. How about that? I've heard one theory um, from uh, what's name? Rob from Comics Explain where they say, where, you know, um, alternate reality. Captain America Super Soldier program because he was able to live through it, you know, because he was able to come back hmm. that that introduced into Wolverine with the Weapon X program. Mm-hmm. So I've heard one theory off of that. Pretty Ooh, solid so that's far. A, that's so, a solid record. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So that, that, I feel like that's a solid way to do it. But I mean, what, what about although I wouldn't mind the X-Men standing alone by itself either. So what, what about better. the stakes? <laughs> so now we've seen all this happen. We've seen the dusting. We've seen Thanos. But the stakes continuously get bigger, right? Now this movie does a good job with the stakes, and they they do a good job there. Well, but I don't. Do we have to go to, to space? Are we like? I, I don't is think Galactus it... the natural uh, evolution because he can eat planets. Like because this, you know, we're running out of big stakes. Well, here, I, so. I don't think so. The only time that it would have to be big stake if they're trying to do what they did with the whole. Well, I would uh, think they want to redo the build up to. A yeah, yeah, finish. but they wouldn't do that right off the bat. No, they would. No. They would do like some small movies to to. Show show like right and that's what i want i want some ground level stuff so what i would like to see is i would like to see either marvel zombies that would be really interesting (laughs) that would have to be a standalone yeah no it it would be a standalone and and that's the only way to do it it would be an awesome thing if they do marvel zombies um but more doable uh, i would like to see rogue get Captain Marvel's powers. I right. would like to see a story arc like that. Okay, that would yeah. be really interesting. Yeah. That's I mean, a good storyline. They could go there. You could always substitute Captain Marvel with a different superhuman where she gets those powers from. Don't yeah. know who, but True. you could still yeah, substitute exactly. for sure. So. And then it. she becomes a super powerful character yeah. and then they have to do something to bring her down. She could be with the Brotherhood of Evil or whatever. Right. And that would be interesting. It's, it's, a diff- it's interesting. We mentioned it on the Martian podcast, I think, the Drew Goddard Sinister Six thing. It, would that be satisfying? Nah, I mean, mm. with, I mean that's Sony on its own with Spider Man. Maybe but they work but together now. I mean, there's so much money to be made. I yeah. really like the Sinister Six, though. Could work. Yeah. So you guys know you've been listening to enough of these episodes to kind of know who are my favorite characters. <laughs> Captain America is one of them. Spider Man's another one of them. Mm-hmm. And I really like the idea of the Sinister Six because the idea of supervillains teaming up and they're against one superhero because a lot of it like look at the Avengers the right. Avengers going against one baddie 
You're right. Now yeah. this yeah. Is, starts to look a little weird. Yeah, this. Yeah. And now it's all these baddies going against like one superhero you know, trying to figure it out. That would be really interesting. One challenging one you could do, and you mentioned it, Nick, with the Fantastic Four, is you can introduce Doctor Doom. Oh yeah. That's someone who. <laughs> the only thing you know, about that is, like, again, my, my problem here is the frame of reference. I had a hard time with Tom Holland's Peter Parker because I've seen so many damn Peter Parkers. Mm-hmm. At least I've three. already seen Doctor <laughs> Doom twice now. Do I got to see him a third time? You know, like. Well, Doc- but most yeah, people have seen him so twice. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of <laughs> annoying. He's so yeah. good though. Yeah. If, if they yeah. do Marvel zombies, that can go into Doctor Doom yeah. because he's trying to find a cure, and he, this is where they reveal that he's one of the top minds I, in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. I want Nicolas Cage cast as Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Tobey Maguire, <laughs> Doctor Doom. And I just nailed oh, it. Oh, I nailed there it. you go. <laughs> oh, and then Tom Cruise as Silver Surfer. Yeah, I'm all right with it. And yeah. you bring back Chris Evans as the Human Torch. And- <laughs> wow, all right, full circle. <laughs> oh man. Well, thank so, you again for the question. I think we got yeah, nowhere yeah. there. So. All right, guys. So let's move into our final segment before uh, plugs, and we'll just do some recommendations. If you guys have anything you're reading, watching, listening to, you want to recommend real quick. Um, Game. Of Thrones. <laughs> there it is. Game of Thrones. What are you talking about? Everybody's watching this. Uh, it's unbelievable. There's so many spoilers. There's so many things I want to talk about. We're, Maybe someday we'll get to it on the we're, podcast. We're coming up on a really big episode for t- Yeah. How about an epic yeah. battle? It's on, very exciting. On I'll, Sunday. Be, uh, I'll be on Twitter uh, maybe Monday morning. Hey, it, <laughs> for all of you out there, if you want to see a talking flick episode on Game of Thrones, let us know. Yeah, and we'll do it. Yeah. I've been lobbying for it. <laughs> the last episode we talked about it. We teased that we were going to go really big. We had a hard out. Yeah, we had a hard out. Ended up and, uh, not happening. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, Captain Tangent went a little crazy. There, no, no, so it was, I blame myself. Yeah, we were on a time constraint. Now we have the restrictions off a yeah. little bit. We've already gone over. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gloves are off. <laughs> but if you guys want to see that or if you guys want to hear that, let us know. I think a natural way to go would be after the finale to, to really recap yeah. a little bit anyway. So well, I didn't we'll think see. it was the worst yeah, thing in the world. We'll Plus, see. we didn't we'll let see. out spoilers. Yeah. It was probably a good thing. If you guys want to see it, maybe we can get together for a special episode. Who knows? We'll see what happens just ask for it and we'll do donate on patreon Patreon and we'll get it to you for sure so daenerys versus josh snow is going to be better than iron man versus captain america (laughs) sunday's going to be a big one we just lost these characters in endgame and uh it's rough right it's an emotional weekend for everyone i can't take this much heartache (laughs) (laughs) unbelievable oh man anything else you guys want to recommend real quick before we move to plugs i don't really have anything yeah i'm out of recommendations i mean I will say, control. continue to watch Barry. Barry got real dark on oh, HBO. Really? Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty dark for a it, while. It goes but, yeah. further, further wow. down the rabbit hole. So if you if you don't if you got nothing else to do, that's one, something Barry. I wanted to check. Thirty out. minute episodes. I mean, you can't beat it. Okay, all right, solid. So. All right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. We'll move into plugs. Ryan, where can we find you at? Hey, if you like listening to my voice, you can catch more of me on another podcast called Dragon Questicles. We're on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. But essentially what we are, we are a D&D 5th edition real play role play podcast. It's a collaborative storytelling podcast where me and a couple of friends, we get together. I set up a skeleton story and they just do whatever they want. We have a lot of fun moments. We have a lot of epic moments. And it's just a fun time overall. If you like sword and sorcery, if you like fantasy, come by, check us out. It's Dragon Questicles. And if you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. Also, 
if you want, you can go to garbageboy.com and that will lead you to wow. the Dragon Questicles website. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you got to spell Garbage Boy. <laughs> yeah. It's Garbage Boy and it's Boy with an I. So boy Garbage Boy. <laughs> GarbageboywithanI.com. I, I don't want to follow that. Do I have to follow that? These darn millennials. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you can, listen, I worked very hard today to get the Avengers spoiler-free review up on realwatchability.com, R-E-E-L, watchability.com. And if you want to hit me up on Twitter, just be nice because I will block at uh, Real Watch again, <laughs> R E E L. Uh, and again, I'm a fan of Dragon Quest because I like that show. Still waiting for our, our invite. There. Oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, I remember. Hashtag give me the, give me those uh, give me those oh, give me those questicles. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag give me those questicles. And as <laughs> always, I thank producer uh, Ryan and Tyler from Talking Flick for putting up with me. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. As always, uh, we're Talking Flick. You can reach out to us on Twitter. That's our kind of main thing. We talk to everybody on at flick underscore talking. You can send us emails, talkingflick at gmail.com. Uh, questions, you if know, you're recommendations rate for us. sure. Yeah, and absolutely. If you're going to rate us, Apple Podcasts is the big one, or just really whatever podcast app you're listening to as well. That helps out. And also, if you want, you can go to talkingflick.com and it'll send you to the Apple site where yeah. you can just click and review. There you click go. Click and review. <laughs> Come on, help us out. It's super easy. So <laughs> yeah. um, if you want to become a Patreon, there is a link in whatever app you're listening to on right there. Support so, the pod. Yeah, can help support the pod. We'll get more content to you guys, some bonus episodes, hopefully. Um, but that's pretty much it right there. Why don't you finish this off, Ryan? Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. Yeah.